You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers Podcast, presented to you by Flawless Noses Media. I am today one third of, well, one half of your regular host, Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter. I got some other AKAs, but I don't feel like going through them shits. So I'm going to pass it on over to Kelly, and then we'll get this thing rolling. Hey, everybody. It's Candace. You know me on all social media. It's not so newlywed PC. And we have a super, super special guest. I'm actually really excited. Um, y'all know her from Twitter as the Brooke Ash. Uh, I just almost had a really fucked up joke. <laughs> <laughs> as her haters like to call her, the Brooke Ash. But I've, <laughs> I've seen, I've, listen, I've seen some them outfits and some of them bags and how she step out. So... If y'all say she broke, she broke, but mm. receipts don't lie. I can't so, tell. <laughs> exactly. So welcome, Brooke. Come on in through the door. Hey, guys. How are you? We are good. We are excited to have you. Um, Curtis is getting some much-needed vacation as he mm-hmm. went to San Francisco hung out from his Instagram. It looked like he was eating expensive food. Um, I stand. I love San Francisco and the food is really good out there. So we miss you, Curtis, and he will be back with us next week. And Brooke was gracious enough to fill in because I've been, me, Jeremy and I have been following Brooke for a long time now. Um, And she's one of the people that has always live tweeted um, the shows that we watch and you know, has the shade when it's needed and the good commentary to go with it. So I thought she would be a perfect fit and a new addition to our guest list. So thank you for coming, Brooke. And I don't think we have any network announcements except, oh, we do. Our two-year anniversary is coming up. Our 100th episode is coming up. Yes. Yes, we're going to have a special guest. Y'all call her Mama White Diamonds, but that's actually my mama. <laughs> yeah. and so she is finally going to officially grace us versus being in the background calling OG ugly as fuck. Uh, <laughs> Which I mean, in fairness, she did not lie. In fairness. Not lie. And also for the two year anniversary, we will be rolling out some new merch and we will be doing a giveaway. Um, so to our listeners, stay tuned for that and let's get into yeah. it. But hold on. Also, because so first of all, let me say this. I love all listeners, but also fuck y'all because (laughs) we asked y'all. Are you still winning? Let me check real quick. You know what? We asked y'all to participate in our poll of who is the funniest slash shadiest host on the network. And y'all decided it was going to be Troll Jeremy Day because ain't no way in goddamn hell y'all listen to this show. And when I'm on a show with Curtis and Candace and label me as the biggest piece of shit, I know y'all fucking lying. So you know what? You know what? That's fine. That's fine. Y'all decide so to troll. You are still leading the pack at 52%. Uh, mm. Curtis with 25%. Myself with 23%. 
Uh, numbers don't lie. Let's move on. <laughs> you know what? That's fine. You know what? If y'all want to show me, that's fine. I, I, I'll accept that. Numbers don't lie. You, you know what? He has. You've earned it. I mean, those trick daddy tweets constantly, you know. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I will never forget Jeremy saying that trick daddy looks like a bag of monkey hair. Okay. <laughs> And then, listen, I can quote shit that he said off the top of my head from, like, our very first episodes. Also, when he said, don't nobody want to see two warthogs fucking when he referred to Don and Ashley. Oh, Lord. Uh, oh, Lord. Oh, yeah, it, Jeremy, you've earned that. You have earned the number one spot. Like, you have. He, yeah, he he got, you got to sit in that, friend. You ha- sit in Let it. Me, let me put on my Yana voice. You have to see you know what? that beloved. <laughs> you have to own that. Take accountability. Get in your lane. Own it. Because you you keep your foot on everyone's necks every single day. And I just want you to know that you've earned that number one spot. Yeah, absolutely. You've earned it. We have, and I, You know what? I appreciate the voters seeing through your thinly veiled attempts to not be the worst one. Thinly veiled. It. It's very thinly veiled. <laughs> it is, friend. It is. You know what? Let's just move on. Y'all full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of things that are also full of shit, let's move on over to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Mona, Mona me, Mona whatever, the, Mona Sky Young, Mona Sky bullshit. <laughs> Girl, fuck you. This was a terrible season. Let's an just, abysmal season. Awful. It was. It was dry. It was. You know what? I understand why. Like, I get how when like the younger crowd of Twitter make fun of the older people when they be arguing and shit, being stupid. Mm-hmm. Because I watched this whole season. Like all of these people are like either close to 40 or over 40 acting like this. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Close to 40? That's very generous. That yeah, I was being very I generous. Was, I was being generous. Only because 60. Uh, Mimi's like 48. Carly's yeah. 57. Mm-hmm. Stevie J's like 41. Rashida and Kirk are like, what, 47 and like 39? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Who is 61 trying to pretend... <laughs> I, you know what? I know Pooh take her teeth out at night when the cameras oh, she go off. <laughs> I know she do. You're not gonna tell me otherwise. You're not gonna tell me that woman has still has her own teeth. Mm. Those are dentures. Oh, they're definitely dentures. I mean, good dentures nonetheless, but they're dentures. Yeah. Mm, she probably got them from Doctor Heavenly. I, you know, <laughs> hey, that's enough. Shout <laughs> 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 out to Doctor Heavenly who uh, follows us and likes our uh post on instagram until mm-hmm. mary the medicine come back then she gonna block us. i was gonna say shout out to you heavenly for being a fan of shout out to you and heavenly now, for being a fan until we drag you for being a goddamn bozo oh a big bozo uh, mm. that's another uh, story for another yeah, day I, listen smiles by bozo <laughs> jeremy <laughs> too far okay cool well anyway uh let's just, just get get, get this shit out of the way starting a record label Nobody First of all, hold on, wait, wait, friend, wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Again, Mona, fuck you, because 
I live in Atlanta, the metro Atlanta area. And this nigga Scrappy said that he had a single release party. Let me tell you something. This shit was filmed and taped months ago. I ain't heard not one goddamn Scrappy song on the fucking radio. So I know you you fucking lying. You should feel blessed and highly favored. That's what you should feel. That's true. Because in 2019, in the year of our Lord, nobody wants to hear any music from Lil Scrappy. We don't. I, I... do not care. I don't want to hear I Buffalo Wings. I do not care about you starting no record label. I do not care about you promoting Bambi's hairline. I don't care about any of it. And I'm just sitting there like, what? And then, how you in your own party and go duck off because you in your feelings? What are you doing, dumbass? A terrible host. But then, what can you expect from a nigga that ate Buffalo Wings in bed? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was just. <laughs> and Lord Jesus. When he said, when he said the single, I was like, "So what is the single gonna be? Buffalo wing, wings on a nightstand? Like what? What the fuck else you gonna rap about, Scrappy?" I don't <laughs> listen. I like I checked out of that. When they got to the group of women talking, the only thing that was on my mind was like, "Why is Kendra's wig so far back?" Hmm. Okay, I can talk oh. Kendra for like two seconds. Yes, like two seconds. Her foundation is too shaped oh, oh. <laughs> and it's troubling me and my homegirls because I oh, I am I tweeted, I tweeted I was like why is her face two shades lighter than her neck it's awful you're an attorney what did you know I have to call bullshit on her being an attorney because I refuse to believe that that first of all I refuse to believe Kendra and Jock are actually together that's number one Secondly, yeah. I refuse to believe that she's an attorney because how are you an attorney and you believing that Jock is doing you dirty based on rumors and you have no credible evidence to support that fact? I know you fucking lying. <laughs> how 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 do you go to work looking like that? I, 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 <laughs> whose courtroom are you stepping in with your wig starting in the middle of your head? Attorney to court. Make. You must be a prepaid. You must be prepaid legal because there she is deli- no. She the same. She she in the same boat as the legal girl that got Marcus that divorce on Love Hip Hop on Hollywood. I just was sitting there, and then this whole he. I'm not gonna make it easy for him to come back. You're in the wrong. You should just be apologizing. Like you literally ran off on the plug with some he say she say from his ex girlfriend who is unhappy in her relationship and his baby mama who literally just came on here to get a check. But honestly though, honestly speaking, Kendra shouldn't even be with him. He has eight children with five different women. Well, that's fair. Let's let's really get to like the meat and potatoes of this whole thing. Why would you even want to be with someone with eight children with five different kids with five? Well, eight, eight, kids with five it's different the, women it's so much it tie your tongue when you try to say it for real wait a minute hey <laughs> you start like doing missy elliott lyrics like yes, what? all right you all have right. this many kids and why are you still trying to have more kids i know and the oldest kid is 18 you they should listen they should have while they out here trying to force tell women they can't have abortions, they need to be forcing some of you niggas to get your nuts snipped. Oh, immediately. Immediately. They need to regulate vasectomies because you need one. Oh, he needs one. 
I know that I'm trash and that's fine if you think I'm trash because when I was single with no kids, <laughs> I did not glance twice at a man with kids. No. I don't care if you and your baby mama had a good relationship. I don't care if your baby mama was dead. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm being honest. For me, it was like, fuck that kid or fuck them kids. I'm not coming second to your kids because I ain't have them. <laughs> That's your problem. That's your right. responsibility. That's when I want to go right. out to happy hour, I don't care if you got to take little man man to karate. That's right. You, to, you better ask his grandma. <laughs> Ask me, Ma. You know she ain't doing nothing but watching in the heat of the yeah, night. I agree. Kendra is a goddamn fool for even being in this position with Jock. And I don't, like like you said, Jeremy, a part of me is still wondering what's going on. Because how you been with Kendra four years but was still fucking Carly last season and was fucking your baby mama and Carly the season before that. The time, the numbers don't add up. The math is not mapping on when they actually got together. So it's hard for me to believe this is not a stunt for him to have had more of a storyline and be on more episodes and get, you know, more checks. Because it... The math don't math. The math don't math and the actions do not math. But also, while y'all were talking about him being snipped, and when you said, like, if he get his nuts snipped, Candace, like, if he get his nuts snipped, all, all he gonna have is, like, a click. Because remember his news leak that his dick was little? So, like... No, oh, I don't really? remember that, and I'm upset that you made me remember it because well, in my mind that never happened really mm. yeah he got a real little dick are you serious mm -hmm. those women mm -hmm. are like in love with wait whoa, whoa. <laughs> i love how brooke is those women I'm are in, in love shock. with anita baker for real because <laughs> he did not no have I'm a penis stunned. like it literally it looked like a little little big uh, look like a big clit and so are you serious it's like somebody got a pimple on their pelvis yeah a he does have a small winky. he has a small winky woo and, and then wow 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 <laughs> wow like she is started on hollering <laughs> I, I think wow. this is the first time in the history of this show we have stunted a guest you have <laughs> I, i'm in shock yeah he does he does not have um Itty bitty clitty committee. Mm. <laughs> oh my God, mm. he does. He is not blessed and highly favored. Mm. Well, speaking of people that are not highly favored, so, uh, another fuck you to Mona because I am tired of her playing, paying for studio time for Outball V to get in the goddamn studio. Oh. Listen, first, this is one of the worst additions Mona has made to a cast in a very, very long time. In my yes, opinion. I agree. I agree. Like she, she brings nothing but mess. She don't have good mess of her own, and she's a deadbeat. The only thing she brought to that show was that she she has a cute face. Like that's the only literally thing I could say about her. And it was like the her music was trash. Her, her attitude was her trash. attitude is trash. Like and then seeing like things she says on social media, like she's. I, not a pick me because she oh. ain't even pick, but she 
is one of those I'm a I'm a man's girl versus I'm a woman's woman type of people. And, and so she, she like she accepts cheating, and you know how yeah. I feel about that. Oh god! Yeah. Oh my god! Don't get me started. Please, that would be a whole other <laughs> podcast in itself. Please. Yeah. But and this she, motherfucker had the nerve, the audacity, the goddamn gall to get in the booth, and not only get in the booth, get in the booth with Spice, another deadbeat. So what the fuck is this record y'all are allegedly working on? What the fuck is the name of the t- song gonna be? Abstinence? I am going to send an email to Mona and tell her that I need proof for the reunion that Spice is a drag, ho- a, a dance hall queen, because okay. I would like to see it. Okay. Because her name is not mentioned amongst the greatest of greats in reggae music. It's not. At She's all. She's not even a cliff note. <laughs> like, I just, I need, I need proof and evidence of it. Yes, you had some singles. Yes, you've been able to get a million views on YouTube. But this is the age of technology. So you do anything enough on YouTube, you'll start to get views. Like, it's videos on YouTube that have gone a million plus views of somebody throwing potato salad at a wall. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you getting millions of views on YouTube doesn't mean that your music is good. We've said this repeated times that social media at times is not always a good gauge of success in the music industry. Very true. Uh, Very true. Pierre got three, four, five million followers and she cannot go double wood when she put out music. Mm. That's very true. So, I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah. But I have I a question just, about... I have found it. Sorry. Wait, go ahead, bro. Like, what were you saying? No, go ahead, bro. Because I, I probably got a joke about it. I had a question about Spice and that whole storyline with like the color. Like, oh. like... What was that about? Was she really trying to like change her skin color or was she like, like I was confused. Like she, she wasn't really making sense with that. I was like, was this for a storyline? Yeah, she, she never was. It, it always seemed like a publicity stunt for the show because I mean, up until when she got into it last season with Tokyo, we saw Spice here and there. Yes, very but- true. So I was just confused. And then like she hasn't carried it forward because I like to do a little investigating here and there. And she's not still talking about this black hypocrisy bullshit on her Instagram. Mm. No, she's like, not. It came and went. Like a wig. Uh, well, she looks terrible. I'm sorry. I had to say it. I like I'm I just had to get that out there. Spice looks awful. Oh no, like, Spice definitely looks like a Furby. With a blue wig on, she mm-hmm. kind of looks like OG. <laughs> she do. Oh, she do. She do. She, do. she definitely does. She definitely does have something that is very off-putting in the face area. And not only that, her her hair selection, her makeup choices, everything works against her. Everything. So. so. <laughs> it's just kind of like. Mm. Spice look like what a racist think black women look like. Yes, yes, that's very accurate. That's very accurate. That's like that hits the nail on the head. You know, fuck you, Candace. You in the lead. I'm trying so hard to remember what else happened. Oh, I got you. 
And while they in the studio being bozos, Pooh come in, and this is the only point I give Dead BV. She told Pooh, "You too goddamn old to be acting like this with this yes. shit with Carl." Who gives? That a wasn't drag. She told her, "You look like a fool." Yeah, I mean, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Okay. How much should Pooh pay those girls to pretend like they're her daughters? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say that she paid those girls one hundred twenty-five dollars. And then like a five dollar Chick Fil A gift card to pretend like those are her daughters. Because there was no actual mother daughter chemistry when we saw her 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 quote unquote daughters. Daughter they Astrid. was just kind of like, uh, okay, hey girl, what's up? All right, bye, ma, see you. And I'm just like, I mean, I got a mother, and if we are as close as Pooh is claiming her and her daughters are, there would be. Something like what we got from Carly and her daughter in the episodes before, you know, leading up to it. Like they had that bond and you could see it. And I'm just like, what strippers pool hired to pretend to be her daughters? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it gave me. I was like, I, I just do not believe that Pooh like bore children. Like she didn't. <laughs> and I also don't believe <laughs> like why would you be sitting here having a conversation about threesomes and shitty sheets with your kid? Mm. Like that is mad creepy. Like, yes, I know that my mother had sex because voila, I'm here. <laughs> my mother knows that I had sex because voila, London is here. We do not need to share explicit details. I understand. <laughs> So, I was just like, this is creepy. And like you said, I believe Pooh might have kids, but those are not them. No, like, no, no, I don't believe she has kids, period. Oh, you don't? No, 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 Ooh. no, absolutely not. I don't believe. Ooh. No, no. She, Come on, Brute with the spice. No. Mm -mm. I wouldn't be surprised. Like I'll bet my they might dollar on it. No. <laughs> I think her I think her quote unquote husband might have kids, but you're right, she might not have any. They're not even married. Her and they're, what? Wait, what? No they're, no, they're not. Sierra, um, Sierra looked it up on public record. I saw the clip for the reunion that's gonna be airing tomorrow. And Sierra's like, I looked you up on, you know, on like the Atlanta Fulton County, you know, court documents, and you and Hiram aren't married. She's a common law wife. They're not married. Bruh, bruh. Come they're on not with married. this tea. Honey, Listen, I when, when I invited Brooke, I knew I was not going to be disappointed. Okay. We, just, we just barely got the tip off the iceberg, and I'm ecstatic because... Girl, all that goddamn this, performing you've been doing, pool girl. Honey, I girl, have my you ain't nobody's wife. She is nobody's wife. You is a girlfriend, girl. No wonder you be half doing all that wild, freaky shit, because... You ain't got nothing to rest up. You ain't got nothing to fall back on if he decide to go get him a younger, finer woman. No nope. real teeth. She's not anybody's wife. So please. Damn, please. you ain't nobody. She ain't nobody's wife. She ain't nobody's mama. Pooh, what she are you up in a nasty bitch? Which ain't no big deal. But you have spent all season telling people that you are married and your husband this and your husband that and, and they hate me because they want to be me. Yeah, girl, we can all be girlfriends. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
We can all be girlfriends. If that's the case, girl, get the fuck on somewhere. Chill trifling ass. <laughs> Pooh girl, oh, girl. girl eat shit. Don't play it in our what goddamn face. Well, she already have. If she well, mm-hmm. through about Carly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty, oh, Dusty girl. girl. Mm-hmm. Good fucking bye. Speaking of good fucking bye. Um, so let's just go. Let's just go ahead and get to this. Um, This need to be Mimi last season on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I am tired. Oh, yeah. Definitely. My guests are tired. My friends are tired. Everybody's tired. Take this how you want, but this just needs to be Mimi last season in life. Yeah. <laughs> I think I am, I am fucking tired of you being overly dramatic. And let me say, Stevie J is a piece of shit, but you knew that all those years ago when you got with him. Yeah, for 14 years. For 14 you were with that man for 14 years, scrubbing toilets and shit while he was messing with other women and getting with Puerto Rican princesses and all that kind of bullshit. What he's doing now, honestly, you should be glad that he married Faith because you see a lot less of Stevie J in the news, in the media, on social media now that he's happily married. But she's not going to be happy about that. She's still in love with him. She, mm. I definitely feel she is still in love with Stevie J, and she's still bitter about the way things ended with Jocelyn. And oh yeah, and I knew that Mimi was on some other shit when she became friends with Estelita, and Estelita was also fucking your kid's father. Mm. I was kind of like, mm. now Estelita working at the post office somewhere. Mm. Oh, they said she's working at Foot Locker. I know you fucking lie. <laughs> I too will take my Jordans in a size six. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey. You didn't know that goddamn performance about being an artist and girl. You had Footlocker. <laughs> yeah, she's with Footlocker. She's at Footlocker with Olivia. Oh, no. I'm genuine. They're both in the together. What the fuck? The name of the song you know, gonna be Watch My J? just popped into my mind from the, the scene at the end of Players Club <laughs> when the strippers is asking uh, Diamond Cousin to get the shoes. Like, that's how I feel like how Estelita is going to get the shoes. Make that money, girl. Don't let it make Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all, all her money went to Stevie J to pay his child support. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I listen. Girl, suffer. <laughs> please. You, you did all that goddamn crash that for Steven. You had a footlocker. You also. Because she can't get out that contract. Oh, <laughs> that nigga, that nigga bided you for life. Steven was like, uh, you ain't on this show no more, but you got to give me my money. He's <laughs> good at being a con artist. Okay. Yo. <laughs> Listen, he yeah. used to work side by side with Diddy. I know Stevie that is, that is, somebody. That is oh, true. Yeah. That is actual unfair. I am 100% sure. I, you know, let me say, if I wanted to scissor my life away, it would be with somebody like Ty. She just has really good energy. Yeah. She seems like she's all about what's in the best interest of Eva, even when her parents aren't. Yeah, because yeah. we didn't have um, to tug her wig a little bit earlier because it seemed like she was doing a lot of grandstanding. But I actually like how she handled this. She had a one-on-one meeting with Stevie. Also, yeah. Stevie J, fuck the nigga, you trying to beat Ty, a professional basketball player and, and basketball boy? I know you fucking lying. <laughs> and no, uh, they said that they shit. 
Um, and <clears throat> like I opened it up, they had a meeting, and honestly, Mimi is the reason that whole conversation went left. That, yeah, she it she did the fucking most. One, I enjoyed seeing Ty beat the brakes off Stevie J. Yes. Um, and Absolutely. shout out to her because I mean, after I watched it, I did some Googles and like her team, the Las Vegas Sparks, they like number one in the WNBA. Oh wow. Like, yeah, yeah, that she plays for a really good team. We stay in the top. Um, and this is why I kind of would like to see Mimi leave the franchise because I could tell all of that drama puts like a strain on her and Ty. Mm hmm. Yeah. Because Mona, Mona's not going to have you on if you're not going to be messy or bring some form of drama. And Ty don't look like she wants drama. Like she wants to be with Mimi. She loves Eva. She wants to see. Mimi and Stevie have a good co-parenting relationship and call it a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, I, it was weird. Like she invited Faith and Stevie over to just talk things through. And here go Mimi. You being fucking passive aggressive, Steve. Girl. The, the thing that I didn't get about Mimi was not only Ty, but also Faith. Faith was correcting her man, like, okay, you wrong in this. So if her if her man is Take him to task for accountability. Why did you have to go the extra mile and make it even more, just Why make it more? Why did you have to introduce all the disrespect? Yes. Yeah. Because Faith had it handled, and she, even if Stevie wasn't, yeah, if he wasn't trying to hear it, they probably still would have talked about it after they left. But I'm gonna be honest. After you call me a bunch of bitch assholes and hoe ass niggas, I thought that I listen. God is not <laughs> done with me yet. I'm going to also take some uh start talking shit to you as well and what's crazy is i cannot stand stevie i didn't really think he was being passive aggressive at the table like um, i feel like he like it might have been some but i felt like he was trying to keep it lighthearted, keep it from going left and here go mimi like yelling and like her face get real tight and it start looking like a butthole and i just <laughs> he I just, does he does those like he gives you that thinly veiled shade. Like yeah. he gives you like he'll say something, but like the tone, the inflection at the end of the sentence that he gives, he gives her like a little bit of sass and she picks up on it immediately and she just goes crazy. Yeah, because yeah. he was he was being sassy at the table. I he cannot was. Yeah, he, was, he was being sassy. She just I took it to the other level yeah. when Faith yeah. already had handled. Yeah, I don't think he was trying to be disrespectful especially when you and ty just had this one-on-one y'all just came to this understanding about respect and you know cutting out all the little tit for tat social media shit so i don't really think he had like the worst intentions when he came like you said he's sassy because he a petty ass little little bitch he is like, I, I, I don't expect much from him i'm just tired of mimi always letting this nigga get under her skin like that's at what, point, what it is do you check out, try to co-parent with this nigga and call it a day? You was all, Ty, let it go. Don't do this. Don't go tit for tat. And you just blew up at the fucking table after telling Ty to relax. Yeah. But I don't think that they're, I don't think that they'll ever have like true peace because she's still in love with him. And then on the flip side, even though he doesn't want her anymore, he still doesn't want her with anyone else. So yeah, whether it's no, Ty- whether it's someone else, like 
he like when she was with Nico, he like was you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he still wants to have like that hold over her. He still wants her he still wants to know that he can always just go back to her and have her when he wants at his disposal. And yeah. I think that he has an anger that she is with Ty. Like it's like their whole situation is just so messed up on so many levels. I don't think that they're ever going to have true peace or that, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just not like, like she is going to have to let go of her feelings for him. And he's going to just have to like, go to therapy. Move on. You know, I agree. They they are never going to be able to successfully co-parent. No, not at all. uh, Little Don Cheadle. They never will be able to. Okay, okay, but can we talk? Okay, can we talk about that? And like, okay, no, let's just talk about it for like thirty seconds, and then we can move on. Here we go. Here we go, bro. Here we go. Come on, come on. Oh my god, I don't even want to say it, but how did she get his whole face? Mm. I mean, she got his whole face, his whole face, and I'm trying not to say it. I'm trying not to say it. And we all want to say it, but I'm not going to say it. But God bless the children. <laughs> we just are prayerful. We are keeping her lifted in prayer that okay. he will deliver her to the other side. I hope. I uh, want to see Mimi's jeans. I've seen out. Stevie's other children. And it's looking like a no. But yeah. God <laughs> in mysterious ways. I am still holding out on hope. I am holding out because uh, I don't think she was ever ugly, but T.I.'s middle daughter, Deja, uh, when she was on Family Hustle, uh, she was a little awkward looking. Mm -hmm. And then puberty hit her and this girl is outlandishly beautiful. Oh, she's so So pretty. She is so freaking pretty. So puberty... You know, puberty changes things. So we like you said, Brooke, we just gonna keep her lifted. We're gonna stay prayerful about it. In the name and, of Jesus. Amen. In his um, holy name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Deliver us from evil. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Too far? Okay, cool. All right. No, it was actually perfect. So uh, <laughs> move it on. So back to Scrappy real quick. Scrappy, boy, fuck you. Because <laughs> Doing all this goddamn performing and grandstanding, like don't don't nobody care about me. Don't nobody want to see me. Don't nobody care about me. Boy, you ain't even checked on your friend who was in the accident with you, and this nigga damn near had to get a whole new body. I know you fucking lying, Scrappy. I'm so tired of Scrappy talking about that broke ass foot. Shut up. I know you got in an accident. You walked away, rolled away, limped away, crutch. I don't know. You left that accident with a broken foot that is majority healed at this point um meanwhile what do you what it like what do you want people to do about that why do y'all put like stop making other people responsible for your healing mm. if the car accident fucked you up go get some help okay go talk to a therapist about it okay that's a your word. mama, your baby mama, and whoever else. Nobody is responsible for your healing but you. That is your job. And you do not get to task people with that, especially sounding and looking the way that you look. Mm. Oh, go do the work. Do, go do the work that Casino did, who you didn't even bother to check up on, and he got it worse. Yeah, that is really strange to me. I, <laughs> I was like, what kind of, you know what? 
fine. I, let me, because I couldn't get into a car accident with somebody I claim is one of my good, good friends and not check on them for months. Mm. They were in critical condition. They were in worse shape with me than me, laid up in the hospital fighting for their life. Mm. You are truly trash. And that's exactly why you've got the mama you got. Yeah. You got the mama-in-law you got. Mm. And your wife never lost her baby teeth. And so. <laughs> sorry finances to go with it. Yeah. As you know, they're struggling. Mm. I also would like to say, Mona, there was no reason for Erica Dixon to come back on this season. Oh, okay. Her face is laid like Picasso. Yeah. Like beautiful. They literally just brought Erica back for Scrappy and uh, what's her face to antagonize her. And I yeah, think that's why, why is she pregnant? I think that's disgusting. I didn't, I didn't see a reason for her to be back, especially um, if you were going to allow <laughs> like, Bam's mom to you know get in her face and talk shit and like I was like what what was the point is she and still in love with Scrappy who Erica I, yeah no I don't no. think so okay I'm uh, on the fence about it I don't I feel know like the she fence is. about it I feel like she is and for them to still have bad blood like if you know what i'm saying like the opposite of what love is and hate it's indifference like if you're truly over it you're indifferent but yeah, i think like, the, the bad blood is on scrapping um Eric, i mean not you know, uh, baby in ain't it yeah but to me i feel like her trying to have more than a co-parenting relationship it's not really needed if you yeah. ask me because she didn't want to have that great co-parenting relationship before him and Bambi got married. It was on some fuck scrappy. We'll do this through the courts. You just pay your child support. Leave me the fuck alone. You can see money when you want, but don't bother me. Like that was her energy when she left off the show the last time. Yeah, that was like season after three or the, four. Uh, what was that after? Was that during her last season was with Mimi sex tape, right? Yeah, that, that was season three. Yeah. So for me, because I sat and thought about it, if, you know, you could text Scrappy when you need to about something for your money, you're getting your child support money, what more could you possibly expect from him at this point? Like, what more is it? And it's Ooh. to stay connected to him beyond co-parenting, um, it does come across a little strange to me. Yeah, same. And congratulations, her her twin daughters made it home. Um, also, yeah. I didn't give a fuck about her being on the show if she wasn't gonna reveal the daddy and have him on the show. I was just kind of like, okay, who is he? Like, do you, Jeremy? Do you know anything about um her baby daddy? Listen, she keeps that nigga on. Lock like I have checked her Instagram, can't find nothing. Really? So I'm a yeah. I just kind of be like, okay, girl. Does he have I a guess. job? Bro. Well, <laughs> and I mean, that's listen. That is a fair question. Is he gainfully employed? Like Bro. I need to know. Okay, all right. Let me stop. Let me stop. No, no, no. Don't stop because those are poignant questions that we all have wondered. She on here advertising flat tummy tea. She done posted the babies. 
She posted memes with inspirational quotes. Oh Lord. She, she oh. back. <laughs> she going full Facebook. Oh Lord. I just I done seen pictures of Imani uh you know going to eighth grade prom. She just said, you know, RIP the Nipsey Hustle, no baby daddy. Mm. Wow, okay. And I've been scrolling since before she got pregnant. Listen, we stay in investigative journalism. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out and I'll report back. Yes. Come on, report back with your findings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Speaking I of think, reporting, uh, uh, no, was that it or was it more? What else couple, happened? Two more things happened, and then we're gonna move on. Um, Jock proposed to Kendra, which yeah, I guess I don't know, really know. Um, oh, I, mm, good luck, everybody. Well, well, actually, bad luck because y'all played in my face. So, and the last thing I have is that <clears throat> Kirk and Boshita officially opened this this bistro that's going to flop and it's going to flop because I personally am going to call health services because I believe that it is very inappropriate that you are opening an establishment where people have to eat and you have a rat at the helm being Kirk. So I'm going to report <laughs> them and I hope they flop and get shut down and they go to jail. Why and was that the, the felon on the show the only one trying to do better for themselves? Shout out to Scrap I guess. Uh, he went and invested in a barbecue restaurant. He got, you know, got a place for him and his kids to stay. But girl, what's his baby mama name? Tiara. Oof. Yeah. Her bozo ass. She made a full, true fool of herself. You wanted to be one big happy family as long as you could have Scrap back. The mm. minute Scrap was like, you know what? I'll pass. You was like, here, take your son and go. <laughs> like, she, what? She literally was like, fuck them kids. <laughs> yes. She was like, going on with your daddy now. I got too many other kids in the house. Yeah, because she has uh, five kids. Yeah, she has five kids with m multiple with men. Five different men. Is it five? <laughs> yes, if I'm not mistaken. Ew. Oh, honey, honey, I do my I do my Googles. I do my Googles. Oh, the journalism? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, hey, yeah. She got a whole NBA starting roster. Mm. Mm -hmm. She's mm. a starting five. Mm. Mm. Well, mm. But well, hell, girl. Yeah, hell yeah. I was going to say suffer, Tierra, because you a bozo. Because we still ain't forgot you putting your hands on that man for no goddamn reason. That was yeah, ridiculous. That was yeah, that was and speaking of ridiculous, that was this season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I want to play in our goddamn face. This reunion better be some special, listen. or I'm I'm whooping somebody ass. I okay. <laughs> I don't know who, but I'm be somebody ass because you are truly played in my face, <laughs> Okay. Because you better bring it for Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Goddamn it! You really need to revamp. Atlanta in New York. I do not want to see all these old ass faces at this point. It was funny at first because if you're not from those places, you may not really, really know those people. Um, but at this point, we've seen all we need to see uh, from the geriatric committee. Leave mm. us alone. The Give broke geriatric yeah. committee. <laughs> Listen. Mm. To see old broke people playing in your face. It's embarrassing. Exactly. It's, it's very, very it's embarrassing. Really. Like that's a travesty. Like you're old and broke. 
<laughs> if you need to go and sit down with Andy and figure out his formula, do what you got to do. Because right now, Bravo is giving it to us and you are wasting our time. So, Speaking of basketball wives, um, first off, Cece and Byron's engagement party was gorgeous. It was. Wow. I was floored. I am still just a rat ass bitch because, boy, I was in awe. I love how we just made the transition from talking about old and broke to old and rich. I love it. Yes, yes, right. Yeah, I, it was it was beautiful. The the scenery, the flower wall, yes, the location. They did that. They did. Oh, 10 out of 10. 10 they out did of 10. That. I would like to see Byron and Cece have some type of little wedding spinoff when the um I would watch that. I I know that that wedding is going to be gorgeous if that's what the engagement party looked like i can only imagine the wedding and the a, a cute one episode of the wedding yes yeah but not a yeah not not like a yeah you're right maybe not like not not a mini spinoff like what they doing with tammy because I, I don't watch that who asked for that are they still showing it or did it get canceled <laughs> no, no, I think it got canceled because did um it? no it no it did it did because he made it okay so um I was watching a certain YouTuber and he posted a video with her and he was like I need to like start reviewing your show and she makes a joke and she's like oh well you only can't you only have to review one episode because that's all they gave us. Mm. So like that was like a joke to herself that she they got canceled. Like it was only, you know, like the ratings were really piss poor. So it's no longer on. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, but I'm pretty sure that, yeah, it's not on. I watched one episode and I was like, okay, this could have been done within Basketball Wives, truthfully. Mm -hmm. You know, at the time when it was going on, because it had to be shot a while ago because he and Tammy weren't married yet and they have been married coming up on a year. Yep. So when they filmed this, this could have been incorporated into basketball wives. It didn't need to be a separate anything. And but I think she wanted it. Like she had like demanded that like she wasn't going to be on basketball wives if she didn't get like a spinoff. So VH was like, okay, fine, like we'll do it. <laughs> I am happy for Tammy, uh, but her whole storyline kind of revolving around this secret marriage shit that she did and did not include her daughters uh it kind of rubbed me the wrong way i was just kind of like okay i get not telling the girls and maybe not going public but your own daughters that just struck me as very odd so i was just kind of like girl i don't yeah then they are they are over they are overestimating how likable tammy is yes yes she, yes. I mean, she is not very likable at all. We have beautiful beam footage of Tammy being a piece of shit for many a moons now. So, yeah, like, yeah, it's kind of um, like, uh, okay, like, stop trying to make fetch happen. Yeah, Malaysia has no storyline this season. Oh, she my hasn't God. had one though, she hasn't had one for like, she hasn't had one for a good two or three seasons. Like, she mm. hasn't. 
if we're she being has, honest, that's why Charlotte called the boring last season. <laughs> and she like making all of this about Cece and Byron and Kristen and yada yada yada. It's like I, Malaysia, listen. What's her relation? You. What's her relation to them? Byron, that's Byron's little cousin. Okay. Oh, okay. They're, that and and so it's not even like super immediate family. We're not talking like niece or you know something like that. Like a cousin. That's her cousin. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like at the listen, I don't be all in my cousin's business like that. I don't care who they fighting with. Go get away from me, please. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I, some shit is just really not worth the energy, but like you said, Brooke, when you haven't had a storyline for so many seasons now, you're going to take this and run with it. Yeah. Because all this fix my family shit, girl, your family ain't broken. Your family in the same position it's been in. It's painfully obvious that Byron has had a strained relationship with his kids before Cece came into the picture. Oh, for so sure. What? Why we like? I'm so sick of them trying to act like Byron and Thomas and London was so super duper close. Yet here we got Kristen talking about he don't never come see my grandchild. The show is stale, and they're grasping at straws for anything. Yeah, yeah. and her confronting OG at Kristen's engage—I mean, at CC's engagement party—I was just kind of like. Give it up, delicious. Like, <laughs> go. Like, what are what are we doing at this point? It was like, very performative. Like, let it go. Like, I got I, like the catch, but we not done. Girl, you are done because Malaysia has the only thing Malaysia can do is be pretty and thick and have mm-hmm. that, and that's it. Like, we don't need like. That's why I was howling when she got offended that Shawnee called her boring because it's like, where's the lie? There wasn't one. There wasn't one. And now, and now you the facilitator of this strange storyline, trying to paint Cece to be like the wicked, I guess, stepmom or whatever the fuck she would be when her and uh, Byron get married. It's like, this is enough. Like, fix my family, girl. Fix your wigs and leave us alone. I know, yeah. but she needs that check, you know? She's divorced. Yeah. She has three kids. You know, her ex-husband had to cut the child support and spousal support down like yeah i remember reading that yeah Mm. yeah she needs every coin i you know i i don't know i i'm just an everyday working class woman so i don't know what it's like to be married to an athlete but what i do know is at some point why haven't you checked into the finances to see what's what because mm-hmm. we know for a fact Shawnee kept a, a nice little leash on Shaq finances because mm-hmm. she was getting hers off the top mm-hmm. so it's just like and then when y'all get divorced neither of y'all have a pot to piss in and the window to throw it out of okay mm. I don't I don't get it I don't get being married to somebody and, and blindly following them and not doing your own homework from time to time just if it's even to cover your own ass i mean you know sometimes people they're just not thinking like in the moment you know you just think okay everything is good 
you know, I can still go to Neiman Marcus and Saks and you know what I'm saying? You're just not, you're, yeah. they're not thinking like, they're just like, okay, things are good. They're good. They're good until it's not good. And it's like, oh my gosh, like I should have been on top of this. I should have been asking questions. I should have been, you know, or if like someone has an accountant, like paying all their bills and doing everything that like, you know, you're not checking. Cause you're like, okay, like our accountant pays the bills. Like I don't see a bill, like the accountant yeah. does it, you know? So like, she yeah. just wasn't, she wasn't she thinking. Didn't she didn't have her head in the game and no now now we stuck watching her chase her tail like a dog because she between don't have her legs she, yes <laughs> like i am truly over it and you know what speaking of being over it i wanted to like phoebe i did mm. I, I initially wanted to like her but i am i'm not sure where she's going with this hate she has for OG because, and not maybe I'm wrong and y'all could tell me, but when she asked if Phoebe had a gag order on her, I did not see it as being malicious. No, I thought that was no, I thought that was malicious. Like I would be at OG's neck. Like I'm actually on Phoebe's side. I like Phoebe. She actually reminds me of Drea, like in the face. Yeah, she was. She favors Drea, but like I thought that was really rude. Like, cause there, no, you, there's no way that you can like say that in like a not shady way. Yeah. Like if, if, you know, if you say like, oh, hey, like, oh, so does your ex have a gag order on you? Like, excuse me? Like, what did you just say to me? Like, I don't even know you and you're coming out the gate with that? Yeah, I can see that. Cause like, they don't know you from a, pot, a can of paint. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, like, hey, how are you? Oh yeah, your ex has a gag order on you, right? You can't even say his name. Like, excuse, like what? I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. There's no nice way, like, there's no, like, nice way, like, way to, like, say that. There's not. Like, you, the only way you could, like, kind of ask someone that is if you're, like, really close friends. It's like, hey, like, hey, sis, like, is this true? Like, I read this in a blog or whatever. Is this true? Like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. you can't say that to someone that you just met and then think that they're going to, like, be okay with you. Yeah, I my biggest thing with OG is like I can't stand people who be like I ain't got no filter. I'm just keeping it real. Shut up. Yeah. Like there was a there was a way to ask about that cuz she or she could have been like, you know, I know that in previous seasons some of the women had gag orders and they couldn't talk like Royce with Dwight Howard yep. and so on and so forth and I just was um you know, wondering do you have that same type of thing going on or can you speak freely about stuff or whatever but the way she presented it to her it was tacky it was, it was really tacky and and maybe honestly now that you now that we're talking about it probably wasn't her place it if wasn't it wasn't record with phoebe you know upon first meeting so girl you got a gag order or what like yeah i i do understand how that could be taken you know as shady or you know, trying to do too much too soon. Yeah. Evelyn, if OG was smart, she could have relayed that to Evelyn, like one of like the, you know, like one of like the vets on the show. Like OG's not that girl. Like she's not in any, she's like she's, not. Just, she's not that girl. She's not pretty. She has no. fake clothes. Like Phoebe and Evelyn yeah. pointed out that fake Louis Vuitton shirt. That's embarrassing, yeah. but we'll get to that yeah. in another minute. But she's not that girl in any capacity. I mean, the wigs are awful like she looks terrible in the face she's not pretty and no, then she's, she's she's not she is really <laughs> ugly she's a and that's a rough customer 
That is <laughs> I think that'll be our show title. Yeah, yeah. Above customer. Yeah. She um and I mean from you you guys know especially Jeremy I don't really care for OG um because I didn't like that shit she did with CC and Kristen I still don't agree with it. No. Um, I don't like being friends with people who do stuff like that. I couldn't be friends with OG after that because you took something that was not told to you to be malicious, but as an adult conversation, you're getting to know another couple. Yeah. And build a friendship. And then you took that and you threw it in Kristen's face. And I don't, I don't listen. It's fuck Kristen forever. But you made Cece look bad, and now you got the rest of the girls being weird. Even Shawnee talking about Cece just trying to get you to do her dirty work. Cece never thought in a million years OG would say that in that moment. All right. Yeah, even Byron, because Byron was like, why the fuck would she do that? He sure does. Yeah, he was like, I don't know why she would do that, but that's not Cece's problem. She can't control her. And I, that would... That would put a great strain. I wouldn't have nothing for OG. But OG is desperate, though. Like, she's desperate to be in the cool girl group. Mm. She's desperate, and she will do anything to be in it. And they're never going to accept her. You know what I'm saying? And, like, she's doing anything that she can to, like, be, like, in Evelyn's good graces or whoever. You know, like, she's just so desperate. And, like, she's really shot herself in both foots doing such a stupid thing. Come on, both foots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because that's what OG looked like. She does. She, like she does. And I just, I, I just don't see it for her after that. Because like I said, she's the worst type of person to me to pray. Like, Loki, I feel like she prayed on CeCe's friendship. Like, yeah. because again, we've said it before. CC is, I really like CC. I just don't necessarily know that she belongs on this show. She too nice. she's, she's too nice. Yeah. And she don't like confrontation. And when it come her way, she just kind of clam up. So I feel like OG knew what she was doing, trying to befriend CC. Yeah. Like trying to, trying to get some dirt on Kristen or have, have a, a, a big joker because Kristen has made her feel inadequate. You know, last yeah. season talking about you know he won't marry you, he don't want to kids with you. He's not gonna blah, marry blah, blah. Her. No, he's, he's not. not no, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah, Christian yeah. yeah, was trash, but I mean the facts are fish. He 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 he. he not. It, it's not even that. He just don't seem that interested in her when we do see him on the show. He doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't seem interested at all. He's just kind of like I'm just here because after this I would like to get my dick sucked. and by her and that's like the end of the conversations and maybe it's the editing but the couple the few times we've seen them on the show together he just does not seem to give a damn about og and what she got going on he's like oh not at all yeah i i just can't do it uh (laughs) um i my my question so when when Kristen and um jen sat down Mm. Are they being paid not to call Kristen out on her bullshit? <laughs> because I cannot imagine going and sitting down and having a friendly conversation with somebody who purposely put me in the line of fire 
while we were having girl talk. She like, and then Kristen gonna say, well, the last time I had to relay a message that Jen wanted me to, Jen never wanted you to tell Shawnee what the fuck she said. No, she didn't. That was I'm, all Kristen's doing. Like, I I just, how is it that Kristen, how is it that nobody on this show holds Kristen accountable? It is, a, it is a, the only person that I hold Kristen accountable is, not, is somebody that's not even really on the show, and that's Byron. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm truly confused because I would have cussed Kristen the fuck out. Kristen's quiet though. Like you, you like you underrate like someone who's like quiet. Like they do their dirt in like seat. Like you know, like OG's loud with it. Tammy's loud. Evelyn and Jenner, like you know, Evelyn is loud. Like you know, Shawnee's kind of getting loud like this season too. But like Jackie's crazy and off, you know, <laughs> off the yeah. rails. But so like she gets like her shadiness gets like swept under the rug. Like you know, people kind of like don't even realize what she's doing because they're all making a fuss. And in the corner, she's there, like, doing her dirt. But it all, you know, it no one notices it because by the time you realize it, it's like everybody's fighting and Kristen's just over there in the corner just, like, sitting back and relaxing. And nobody yeah. is, like, any the wiser that she started the whole thing. Yeah, like, you know? That's exactly what it is. And that's the only, like, this is, I am really looking forward to the reunion for that alone because I, I wonder if as the girls are seeing these shows and they like that bitch wow my thing is but but my thing is i'm confusion because shit they could have did that last season because ever since she been on this show christian been in shit and starting shit yeah like since her inception on the show she been in the episode of all the damn near all the goddamn mess either her or jennifer or both of them at the same damn time and like no nobody hold her ass accountable Nobody. She's, she's not loud. Like she's like she just operates in a completely like smarter way than the rest of them do. Yeah, and then you and know then when some shit pops off, finally she's like crying. But yes, 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 yes. Why yes. would you do that? It wasn't just story to tell. And so then you get sidetracked by all the goddamn boogers and tears, and you just like whatever, girl. Let's. So you saying she weaponized her, her tears like white women? She definitely does. She I definitely like her. Does. I like it. I am here for it. Because she does her dirt in secret. Well, actually, no, not even in secret. She does it, like, out in the open and, like, just gets away with it. <laughs> That's a skill. That is a I, skill. I will say that this would not, the la this season and last season would absolutely have been dreadful without Kristen kicking up shit. Yeah. So, you need a villain. You yeah. always need a villain. But yeah. she's not a villain, though. Like, when I think of the villains on the show, it's automatically Evelyn and Tammy. And yeah. Jackie, off rip. The three of them are, like, they're villains. Like, off yeah. rip. Off rip. Like, I'm not thinking of Chris. I'm like, oh, Kristen, I like, you know, I don't, like, I'm kind of indifferent about Kristen. I think she's pretty. And, like, that's about it. Like, I don't think that she brings so much to the show. To be really no. honest with you, like I'm not so interested in this whole family storyline. I don't really care. Yeah, I, like, I was. Yeah, I'm definitely more interested in the mess she's creating within the group. Yes, I wish she would not continue to kick up mess with her family and with Cece. Like I wish they would just let that shit die completely. But yes, what she's doing in the group is genius because 
nobody has yet to say, but Kristen, why did you go back and tell so-and-so such and such? Nobody has said that to her yet. She kind of delivers, delivers the dirt and then watches everything burn. Yeah. And you can't get mad at the messenger. Cause it's like, well, I didn't, I'm not the one who said it. I just delivered it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, <laughs> I will say, like I said, she is pretty. Uh, she doesn't, like if they decided to take her off this season, it wouldn't be a big deal. But what she's doing to keep herself on the show, kudos. Yeah. She's definitely paving the way to come back for another season. They so, don't need to come back for another season. Like no, honestly, like, basketball wives can just go. I am tired. It's been like, a this long, is, yeah, long, long series. Like I, I'm, I'm really over it. Especially with these same women and very few of them are basketball wives at this point like i yeah not no and like yeah only it's like only Kristen and then Cece. yeah so it's just kind of like where are we going from here <sighs> i mean it's i guess Tammy the first person to have a marriage reveal i guess if that <laughs> new thing from, yeah. from gender reveals to marriage reveals and I could have had a V8 yeah I could have had a V8 too like do we care about her May December marriage I don't I just like doing this big reveal instead of just saying you know what we eloped and we are ecstatic and we didn't want a big fuss a big to do my issue with Tammy and I've said this before but it bears repeating for as much as she parade herself as such a boss bitch, I ain't never seen a boss bitch give a fuck about what people got to say about how she got married. Mm, that's a good point. I mean, they was together for like a million years before okay. they got married. Okay, they a whole jagged ass on. Girl, don't nobody give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it was like a long time coming whenever it happened, and that was that. And then Jackie crazy ass with this weird ass reaction. I was like, girl. Oh. <sighs> Jackie, you know. She's crazy. She's a she's a that is a sick woman. Like she's on my list of like vile human beings. Like she's like number two on that list. Well, she, yeah, who's we, number one? Definitely Donald Trump. He's number one. Fair enough. God damn. Uh, <laughs> Wait. He's number one. God, Trump, man. then Jackie Christie. I, you know what? I have not like Jackie Christie for a long time and I do not care that she went from the shit starter to the peacekeeper last season or this season I just know that she's a wolf in sheep's clothing and I um and I just cannot forget um how she treated her treats her daughter and her grandkids and all of that kind of stuff um so I I just even when she's not starting shit I don't have anything for Jackie Christie. No, and, and she, she treats all of her kids like kind of bad because growing up she was like so obsessed she's you know she you know how she's like so obsessed with Doug and like anyone being near him like growing up the kids lived in a separate house with the nanny and they yes. lived across the street next door. Yes. How crazy yes. is that? Yes, because I kept uh like in the past they've like 
when that her daughters were on the show or the daughter, they like be like Chantel Christie, but that's not Doug's daughter. No, no. They mm-hmm. have one child together, a son, right? Yeah, they have one son, and then and then the two girls are from like two other guys. Mm. So I just am kind of confused at the dynamic and uh, God, uh, good luck, Doug. Fuck y'all. He's <laughs> scared. He's scared to leave because he knows in his soul that she will kill both of them. If he ever to, leaves. I about to oh, say, yeah, I believe that. Doug, hell, she'll fuck around and put Doug in a pot. Yeah. Oh, she will. And he knows she, it. He knows it. Yeah. And she'll kill herself, too. i kill us dead before you Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That's exactly <laughs> you what it you bozo. Dumbass. <laughs> I, yeah, I just don't have anything. I, I'm really tired of them taking trips together and they don't like each other. Like... <laughs> Imagine going on a trip with a bunch of motherfuckers you don't like. I know you fucking lie. Like, they planned this trip to San Diego. And Evelyn is complaining, which I need Evelyn to get off the gas immediately. Like, she has been doing the fucking most for somebody who just set up last episode and laughed at Phoebe making jokes about, you know, OG being... You not being able to have kids or whatever. And we've been mm. seeing you cry about these motherfucking cracked eggs for 10 years now. Mm. Just, we have, like, I just don't get it in this, like, vendetta that she's holding against Jen. Girl, whatever I said when we was beefing, once we make up, girl, it it's over. Bingo. It's done. If we are back being cool and what's done is done, why are you mad that I was throwing low blows? Because you damn sure was throwing a whole bunch of haymakers your goddamn self. Oh, she was saying, she was calling Jen every, like, thing under the sun. And let's not forget that for her to be so upset about the possibility of Jen saying anything about Chantel or whatever her name is, girl, we sat up and watched you a couple seasons ago pride deeply into business between Jackie and her dysfunction with her kids. Mm-hmm. Like you have never had boundaries with anybody else and are constantly expecting people to have boundaries with you. We can go, girl, we could go way back to Miami. Oh yeah. And yeah. how you was acting with Royce and how you acted with Susie and you have never had boundaries. But She, she was went, awful to them. She was she awful was to all of them. Oh. She was awful. And again, do not like Jackie. But as a parent, I would never dip my toe in the next person's business with their kids the way that she did. And then try to rally all the girls to get behind you and do it. In that case, though, if they're beefing and like. Like, okay, so I hate Evelyn and Jackie, like I hate both of them. True. But like in that case though, like I, like I could kind of understand Evelyn doing that. And I mean, if you you know, you can get it on a technicality that she was helping because Jackie was not helping her daughter. Like she didn't wasn't the daughter reach her out daughter to her? Money. Didn't the daughter reach out to her? Yeah, I, yeah so I didn't reach out. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with Evelyn donating to um the daughter's GoFundMe or checking on her or any of that. Um 
I just didn't like that shit she did where she like brought it up like she's not a good mom, her daughter this, her daughter that to the girls. But at the same time, ja- I do believe Jackie threw the first Yeah, Jackie threw the first blow. When it was in New York. She's like, oh, your daughter a hoe? Yeah. So, yes. 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 And yes. So that's why I'm like, for me, it's a wash because they both trash. But her, but like Evelyn doing all this hemming and hawing about also her doing all the performing is why it's performing. Like she said something about my daughter, girl. We just watched you and Jackie have a battle of the low blows two seasons ago. Yeah. And everything that she said about her daughter was true. So just come on, okay? Like just move on. <laughs> Yes, like girl, it's cool. Just come on, girl. (laughs) Yeah, like girl, Chantel is beautiful. She dating athletes and she helping you take care of the household when things got a little rough back in the day, or whatever the case may have been. So fucking be it. Now you getting all that good child support from the MLB guy. Like, girl, let it go. Yeah, just like oh. Y'all was beefing. It don't matter. It, it canceled out when y'all decided to rekindle the friendship and rebuild it. What are you dwelling on? Exactly. Especially like, when we don't care. Yeah, we don't. Like care. in the moment we care because miss, but now we don't care. No, we're over yeah. it. Yeah, like it's it's it feel like it's being dragged out. And when Jen and them pulled up and she's acting like a big fucking kid, and I'm like, Evelyn, shut the fuck up, please. Like, you too old to be carrying on like this. You are 50. <laughs> Child 50. Like literally, oh. because that's why when she kept trying to have these babies, I was like, girl, you are older. Why are you still trying to have babies? You're gonna be 70 when the kid is 18. Cut it yeah. out. Your daughter is like 20 something. I know, I know. That's so it's so that's that is such a crazy age gap between siblings. Yes, and the little boy is like four or five, and I was, and then she wanted to have more before the breakup. I was just like, "Girl, oh, it's a, it's enough, please." I, Leave us alone. I don't know, please. Yes, and uh, next week, this week's episode coming up is going to going to be interesting because, child, she's trying to fight Jen again. Like, girl, whatever. Yeah. I, if I said it or if I didn't. Don't fucking worry about it. We was not speaking. We wasn't cool. You was talking shit about me. I threw some dirt on your name. And that's the end of the conversation. All this running across tables with them old ass bones. And mm. girl, leave us alone. Go put your goddamn <laughs> knee brace on. Okay. Shit. <laughs> old girl summer indeed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nursing home summer. Nursing <laughs> Oh, that no, let's take a break. Break, (laughs) it will be back. (laughs) Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit flawlessnoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash FlawlessNoises for more details. 
We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, welcome back. We hope that you're still here with us. We are about to head on over to Black Ink Chicago. Uh, before we do that, though, because Omarion's kid's mother, April, makes an <laughs> appearance on the show. <laughs> um, but this has been all like all this controversy surrounding April, uh, fucking little fizz, they're living together, and all of this other stuff. And well, Monique Slaughter recently sat down and had a very long interview with. Uh, Jason Lee and that um, greasy hair uh, and she spilled quite a bit of tea about the um, April and Fizz situation and I just want to say why has there always been like with B2K Chris, anything related to Chris Stokes is so dysfunctional yeah everything because when Monice said that Omarion and Fizz have not been friends for a very long time. And this uh, last reunion tour was a shit show. They weren't getting along, which we knew that because Raz B kept jumping on and off the tour. Yeah. Um, and that she believes the common bond between April and Fizz is their disdain for Omarion. I believe it. I, I definitely believe, it. believe that. April says that Omarion is basically a deadbeat. He has not been providing for the kids since they went their separate ways, um, mm. which I kind of believe that because if we remember back, like after Omarion and April left Love & Hip Hop Hollywood, she went on to like become an STNA or something like that so that she could pay bills and keep food on the table. Um, she says that, you know, in all of this, Fizz has been helping her provide for the kids and not Omarion. Monique said that Fizz and April live down the street from them, from her, and that, you know, they play weird mind games with the uh, Fizz and Monique's son, you know, telling him that they can't tell Monique where they stay. And it was really weird all of this is really strange to me it was a very good interview i mean she didn't um she didn't hold back she no. told every like i believed every word that came out of her mouth and i also kind of i actually felt bad for like judging her because i never i didn't like her i always said that she was crazy well, she is crazy you know okay no so okay so i still think she's crazy but I had always just thought of her in such like a bad light. Bad light, yeah. You know, yeah. Because and, we always see the worst of her from yes. her very first introduction to Hollywood. You know, just keeping shit going and being messy. Um, but what she revealed that kind of made my heart drop was that she basically alluded to Fizz being abusive. Yes. Yes. And possibly abusing their child because he came home to her with some bruises uh and also that fizz is a dummy and he was starting a dispensary and then when he 
couldn't he didn't do what he was supposed to do he just started selling weed out his house yeah that was troubling and then the police uh found out and had a warrant came looking for him and he went on the run and during that time where he was you know on the run that which she alleges is when we saw him on marriage boot camp with ad's ex-best friend uh the tiffany who was a stripper which i knew that that was like just something so that they could try to get a check because Mm -hmm. they had absolutely no chemistry none none um and he i won't say he treated her like shit but the way he treated her on marriage boot camp i don't necessarily think Monice is lying about him being abusive because he definitely plays a lot of mind games. Oh, for sure. It's like real manipulative. And with people like that, with men like that, especially being physically abusive is typically not that far behind the mental and emotional abuse. So. But I want to know how is he paying April's bills when he can't pay his own bills and doesn't have a roof over his own head? Mm. Listen. Like, how can you pour from an empty cup? You can't. Come on. Come on, bro. Monique said that when he went on a run after marriage boot camp, he moved back in with his mom. She sure did. And then I was sitting there like, where is your touring money? Mm. Also, you got to be a really big bozo to fuck up an opportunity to have open a dispensary because oh. that shit is expensive. And if you're going to do it, do it right. Because that would have secured your bag forever. Yeah. But then you rather start selling weed out your goddamn house, big ass dummy. If you're going to fuck around, fuck around exponentially. I mean, I never, I never really cared for Fizz on the show. I didn't feel like he added much and was always he gave a lot of red flags always jumping from one relationship to the next, to the next, to the next Mm -hmm. like he, to me he has been really no better than Moniece Mm -hmm. and and what they are exposing that child to and all of that dysfunction and uh, they have a, he has a genuine like hate for her like I, like it's like it's like on a different level from like Stevie J and Mimi. Like yeah. he literally has like a hate for Monice. Like he like legit hates her. Mm-hmm. And it's like weird. Like I can't even just, it's just so bizarre, but like he really hates her. And then and, when she told yeah. the story of how she lost custody of Cameron, that was shocking that like the mom, her mom was behind, like the her mom lied to the courts so that she lost her own kid like why would you do that to your grandkid like why would you, why would you do that to your daughter like me and my, i wouldn't speak to my mom if i had a kid and she like that i couldn't even imagine i yeah i would not be bothered at all with that especially because i feel like on the part of her mom it was a money grab like, yeah he was on fizz side he would you know slide her a little something something you know for testifying on his behalf so like i said to me um, it, it, it opened a lot. And I saw people on Twitter, like Monique lying. I believed a lot of what Monique said. Cause if she had put her own shit on French street, why she got to lie about yours? Very true. Yeah. Cause she, she went into detail about her and tank and their relationship. And that completely blew my mind. Yeah. yeah. 
it would be one thing if she was just telling like other people's shit, but she was telling her own shit. So it's like, yeah. what she got to lose? Why, why, you know, at that point, like if you dragging yourself, then why I got to believe you lying when you trying to drag somebody else? So you, true. You fucked rich insulin dollars. Mm. Ooh. You ain't got nothing else to lose. Yeah, oh, you really... was fucking with rich dollars? Yeah, that was a New thing. York? Yeah, that was yeah, nasty. That was a thing, yeah. He definitely looked like he used Band-Aid. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And April, to me, I feel like April is hustling super backwards. Uh, like, I want to understand her coming forward and talking about who she's fucked and all this kind of stuff. But to me, if you got a wet ass and dry pockets, what was the point? Mm. What do you really have to show for it? Nothing. You, Nothing. you shacking up with your kid's father former bandmate if you're gonna be doing all if you're gonna suck and fuck your way through hollywood you should have a lot more to show for it than love and hip-hop hollywood i'm not even trying to be funny but you have laid up with some of the best of the best and you don't have anything to show for it desperation makes people do crazy things you know, Listen. like she is desperate for a check, you know, a come up. She is trying, she is grasping at straws, trying to make sure she does not go back into poverty. Mm. Yeah. And it shows. She, yeah, like it really is, does. She, her money is drying up like Sheree Whitfield. Ooh. Like she is trying to <laughs> make sure that she does not go back to the, Depths of despair and poverty. I'm not close back to the strip club, Stevie. <laughs> yeah, that's, when, that's what it reminds me of. It does. And when Ryan and Four come out to LA to be on the Steve Harvey show, first of all, uh, who <laughs> is one of the greatest entertainers of our time? Listen. Because I know it is not Steve Lace Front High Top Harvey. I know you lying to me. Listen, Steve got some good breaks in Hollywood. He kissed the right asses. Mm. He shut up when he was supposed to. He tapped for the right he white. He tap danced for the white for the right white folks. Yep. He he sick that little hood that beautiful hood bitch he called a wife on Hollywood, and he got some doors open. But Steve Harvey has never been, nor will he ever be one of the greatest entertainers of anybody's time. Never. He is, I know that y'all did what y'all had to do. To, y'all got y'all some publicity. I'm not mad, but child, no. We were telling, y'all were telling stories. Yes. <laughs> Falsehoods <laughs> and fallacies. Yeah, and we might as well get this uh, Steve Harvey shit out the way first. For how you a rapper and you always fucking crying about being in front of a crowd? Mm. Storyline. Well, with that. I'm nervous, dog. I'm nervous. Nigga, shut the fuck up. You don't be nervous when you be sending them videos of your butthole. Ooh. That's when you should be nervous when you send videos with your undercarriage. Child. You be looking bold and brazen then. But now you scared to go on this show and get some publicity that you could absolutely use. Well, and Ryan just on here dressed like a crooked pastor. Okay. 
<laughs> you definitely would just like a nigga that sell you a car with over a million miles on it. Definitely look like he'd sell you a lemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was just <laughs> old money marketing ass suit. And I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate the dynamic between Ryan and Four. I am glad to see that type of camaraderie. And it was good to know how these relationships formed. Uh, because all those years ago, they never really explained how who became friends with who first. So Ryan and Four have been friends since high school. Then came Cat. Then came Van. Then came Don after he got hurt and lost his basketball scholarship. And then Danielle and Charmaine. So I, I see why their bond is the strongest. Uh, if you are depressed and you need some help, don't be afraid to get it. Don't be afraid to go to someone that you trust and can confide in. Uh, don't carry that low by yourself. But ultimately, as we said on, with Love and Hip Hop, your healing is your own and you have to do the work. Uh, shout out to Ford for doing the work. I uh, still don't want to hear no music from you. Please do not rap. Please. Uh, but I see why the women love you because your thing thing hits your kneecaps. Oh. And I'm not mad at it at all. Uh, but when Ryan sat down with April and Ryan was asking the hard-hitting questions like, what's up with you like shacking up with your baby father's homeboy? That is not his homeboy. They are not friends. Listen, when you get that defensive, you know you're doing some shit you shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ex- I said like, the same thing. She turned like, into, she turned into Candace friends. from Potomac. Even if they're not friends, they co-workers. <laughs> they okay. they had business together. You they mixing. were just on tour together. They've been on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood together, playing basketball and all kind of shit. So again, clicking up with him because that's y'all both see him as a, a common enemy is very fucking strange. And I don't think you're going to get the results you actually think you will from it, April. Mm. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. No. It's gonna backfire really badly. And when Ryan, when she was like, people believe me and you have fucked, but we haven't yet. And then when Ryan was like, uh-huh, it was like <laughs> that, you a whole lot, bum bitch. I'm not fucking you. He did I don't want he, nothing yeah. to do with you. He sure did. Like it was that awkward, weird, yeah, in your dreams laugh. And I was like, Yeah, he <laughs> it was like <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you so silly girl anyways what you finna order <laughs> like he he showed absolutely no interest in April like whatsoever I mean I if, like, in fairness in fairness can you really blame him no I cannot because and I'm not saying April is ugly I'm not even saying April got bad sex but April does not know how to shut up recently and nobody with a lick of common sense wants to be in the bed with somebody who cannot hold themselves like an adult. She's crazier than a soup sandwich. That's why he don't want to sleep with her. And well, I wouldn't blame him. I, do not blame him. I would not touch April with a 10 foot pole. She is doing too much to be in the spotlight. And Ryan has already had his own fair share of scandals and shit. So yeah, I, 
staying completely the fuck away from April. And I don't blame him. Because she didn't go out of her way to make us know they was friends until Ryan was popping. Yep. So I was just kind of like, I went on her IG, never really seen no pictures of them together or anything. Now all of a sudden the world needs to know y'all friends and that y'all ain't fucked yet. And all of a sudden, like, you doing the most. Very thirsty. She gearing up for her appearance on the next season of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. And that's I'm, fine, but she's still pressed. That is true. I know marketing when I see it. Yeah, I was like, mm. Mm. leave us alone, April. Leave everybody alone. Listen, let's scoot on back over to Chicago. Uh, Don Ryan for start discussing Lily's behavior at the tattoo convention. Lily walks in like, "What's up?" For like, "Ooh, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I gotta go to the." <laughs> First of all, you ain't even got no new music out talking about you going to the radio station. Shut up, bum. Secondly, and the music you do have is trash. Very, very. Listen, when he turned down that that check to rework that song for the WNBA, I was like, "Wow, niggas love losing." Okay, that's how he a bozo. He a bozo. All because you didn't want to change one lyric for a song that ain't really even that that goddamn good, to be honest. To be honest, but. Bella Lily walks in, Bella walks in, they're talking about the tattoo convention. It's a cold, cold, cold day in hell when Van has valid points. Mm. Yeah. Girl, yeah. you have put me in a position to side with Van. Girl, <laughs> oh, I will beat the sauce of Verde up out of you. Sauce you of Verde. Very okay. bad games right now. I do not fuck with Van in any capacity. But this, you let this motherfucker have to tell you about yourself because your behavior is just that bad. You're like a fucking kid, Lily. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just going to defend myself. Girl, how many times is you... How many times is y'all going to bump enchiladas in public places? We are tired. <laughs> <laughs> <Bump enchiladas. laughs> <laughs> is tired of the battle of the gorditas. Ba- the battle Leave of us. gorditas. Leave us. I just I, first of all, first of all, Ryan had me hollering uh, with that uh raspy ass voice sounding like when the pastor run out of breath during his sermon. That shit had me hollering. I always like to make sure to remind people that Ryan Henry is a really different type of fine. Oh, he's handsome. He's he very is handsome. Really attractive, and he looks really good with hair. Yes, yes. He's quite a, quite I, a handsome young lad. I'm I'm always astonished. But Ryan walks in, and Ryan like I just got a motherfucking call from the Chicago Tattoo Convention. That Nymag has been banned from the convention next year and years to come. And Lily, you showed out so bad that where you were working is banned from their hometown tattoo convention. That's sad. That is so sad. Everybody who was there on behalf of Nymag was on their P's and Q's except for you. That's ridiculous. Like when you it really wasn't about it. Listen, listen. Not only did you cost yourself money, well, not only did you cost everybody else money and opportunity, but when you start sh- 
fucking yourself out of money and opportunity, you really need to do some soul searching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's um, uh, it's like we said last week. Was June was um, what's Junior girlfriend annoying as uh, Adriana? Was Adriana wrong for coming over there and starting shit at your booth? Absolutely. But you could have told somebody to get you. You get y'all got security for a reason. Y'all could have you could have told somebody to get them away from you. So you you could have told the producers to get this girl away from me, like. Security, right. whatever. Like, could you please remove them away from my booth? I'm trying to do business, and them coming over here and being loud and obnoxious and trying to start shit. I don't need that right now. I got a client. Mm-hmm. How did listen? I'm a. You put your hands on me. We gonna fight. But Ryan made a good point. We wouldn't have been fighting inside that tattoo convention where I was actively working. Taking our time. Working, Adriana was tagging along with Junior. You was there trying to get money. Why would you be fighting with them? Why would right. you even speak to them? I would have ignored the shit out of them. And People now, don't think so. They're very short-sighted. Yeah. Now you done engaged in the bullshit and where Junior and Adriana at? Somewhere off mind and they got done business. Meanwhile, you don't cost you the place where you work an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Whoever said that all Lily thinks about is herself was absolutely accurate. I think she, it was Van. And like you said, Brooke, she's very short-sighted. She doesn't see anything beyond the now. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want anybody like that working for me, around me, near me. If you can't see the opportunity you've been extended on this show mm-hmm. with this brand, because Nine Mag has grown exponentially since we were introduced to Black Ink Chicago. Yeah. We talking about Ryan doing tattoos for Nicki Minaj and other mm-hmm. famous people. They're on, you know, they doing Steve Harvey. It's two shops now. The merch is selling. Ryan and Nia Mag doing 30 tattoo conventions a year now when they weren't doing any initially. Why are you squandering that away? People don't think. Over motherfuckers that don't matter. Because again... Junior and his girl somewhere off mine and they go DAS business. Now you here looking to fuck stupid. Yep. With no money, no opportunities. Mm. Listen, when uh <laughs> when Don, Van, uh Ryan and Bella all on the same page, you have really fucked up. And I Bella's know, right? her friend. And when Bella was like, Lily, you really shouldn't have acted like that. Ciao. When Van was like, well, you fired. And she like, that's how you feel, Ryan. He like, yep. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, player. And honestly, it's been a lot. Like, Lily has gotten so many chances that she don't deserve on this show. Yeah. To where it's like, it, like what they were well within their rights to fire her. But it's like, this is what it took to fire her for good, for good. Because she honestly should have been gone quite some time ago. Ages ago. <laughs> Ages ago. But I think the, the, like, what said it all, what sealed it was, like, you weren't even there representing us. Yeah, she wasn't. And you still got the brand banned from a convention. Right. You have got to fucking go. If you could go somewhere representing yourself and yourself only and still bring us strife, oh, no, you got me fucked up. Absolutely mm. not. If she had been there with Nine Mag, I'm pretty sure... 
she probably would have still gotten fired, but they would have understood why they were banned because one of their employees, but she wasn't there with them. And you, bitch, you still cost. No, 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 no. Get out. I don't play with you. No, girl, I do not pay with ground beef. Get your cock <laughs> okay. ass. Right. Go okay. ahead. Listen, I, okay. I'm glad to see Lily gone. I hope she stays gone. Um, I want Cobra to stay gone. Uh, you take your big old linebacker neck ass back, right back to where you came from, and you leave, leave. Keep nine black people off this show, please. How about that? Yes. They never pan out. Never. They be race. They be racist. They be violent. They be stupid. Like they be liars. They, they be, be shit liars. starters. Yeah, just just we don't need that. We don't need that. We could do with the mess that we get from the black folks on the show. And we can do bad all by ourselves. Listen, can't we? Okay. <laughs> we can do black all by ourselves. <laughs> Listen. And then they cut to Lily talking about these health issues. And I didn't give a fuck about none of that shit. I know (laughs) how I feel about women's health issues and reproductive system, but the way it was brought to us after she had been fired, it just didn't feel genuine. So I was like, okay, good luck, girl. Okay, bye. Uh, They always do that with Lily, though. And which is another issue I have with Big Fish. Like every time she get in some shit or she don't start or some shit, and when she she or in this case people around her have to suffer repercussions, then they give us give us this shit. We're trying to make us seem human. I don't give a fuck about that after you don't show your ass. Very true. I'm this. I feel the same way. Like give like give us this shit before she you show your ass. Oh, buddy, don't show your ass. Then maybe I will care. But after you done. Done all this shit up until this point. I don't give a fuck about what Lily going through. <laughs> like, leave us the fuck alone. Period. Uh, I don't know. Charmaine and Neek, I listen. I, that was so goddamn goofy. Like, I would have been happier if he left her for real. Like, boy, don't nobody give a fuck about this Cosby show ass on. I'm going to teach you a lesson ass <laughs> shit. Boy, you are damn, you are 30 fucking five. You don't get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> that Asasalee's trying a goddamn hairline boy fuck you I ain't gonna fuck about none of that shit oh I'm gonna take all our shit out and teach you a lesson like I'm gonna leave only, only to find out I was just lying and I got us a bigger a place and apartment boy leave us the fuck alone please <laughs> but also he had a valid point like he did if you, if you with somebody and all they keep telling you about is how terrible this job is, how bad they get mistreated, is disrespect, they choosing Lily over you. Why do you keep trying to be a part of this brand that don't really want you there? He had a point. On radio. And also, you telling me we crying in the, the goddamn Uber to the hotel in Miami and you looking like your dog just died just for you to be like, me, can I go back to 9-Mag? I would have the same reaction, like, girl, what? That's why, I would, that's why I would have been more happy had he left her shit, because I would have understood. <laughs> I would have understood. She, she lucky to have a man, even with that hairline, that will put up with her being as dumb as she is, because Oof, let me tell you to go back to 9-Mag or okay. be associated with it, or, it, like, they was, like, treating her like shit, like, girl, 
you ain't brought in no celebrity clients. Get your ass on talking about celebrity concierge. Shut the fuck up. And so listen, they chose a racist little Mexican woman over you. I know you fucking lying, Charmaine. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Especially when they've proven that they still want to be in your life as a friend. But business-wise, girl, separate yourself from that bullshit and go on about your business. True. But we know Charmaine a goofy and she don't make good decisions. So, like you said, she lucky that Neek love her and is willing to put up with her shit because let me tell you something. Could be me. Because she wouldn't have had all that good plastic surgery and gained all that weight back. Mm. A so, damn shame. Listen, I because I was like, is it me? But she gained a lot of that weight back. Like, she was real snatched last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Countess Fawn. The, uh, mm. Mm. And Shekinah. Ah, ooh. Yo, she is built like Shekinah. Mm. Uh, good luck to everybody. Well, <sighs> that that does it for Black Ink, child. It's finally time. It's time for the for the headline. The main it's course. Time, it's time for the main course, the big event. I've been waiting for this. Foaming at them out. So let's get into this. Real Housewives of Potomac Season 4, Episode 10 Showdown at the Hoedown. So first of all, first of all, this episode was an hour and five minutes long. They, they, they decided to bring all the goddamn mess for this episode and we're going to get into all of it. So, so let's start with this. So at the beginning of the episode, they cut this scene of Giselle talking about she going to renovate a house, calling the house Bryant, and that she got the Iron Throne. The bitch thinks she Daenerys. And Robin is like, girl, you don't know how hard it is to renovate a house. I've been doing this for 84 years, and my house still look boo-boo. bedroom condo. Mm. Mm. It Y'all... has taken her two years to renovate that fucking condo. Mm. In Baltimore. Mm. And no offense to anybody from Baltimore. Mm. But a little offense because <laughs> it shouldn't have taken it shouldn't be taking that long to renovate that goddamn condo, girl. Uh, well, when you do Ooh. bozo, the bozo comes back to bite. Listen, oh, mm. well, mm. well, Giselle, G- when Robin says Giselle, <laughs> you started this. Listen, what I do? No, I didn't, girl. Giselle is the most don't bring me up, even though I bring up all everybody else's mess and start shit motherfucker I have ever seen in my goddamn life. Y'all I'm, know I hate Giselle with oh, every know. fiber of my being. Oh, this is the time. Go ahead. This is the time. Child, y'all know I wear Giselle's sorry, tired ass out every single week since season two mm. on Twitter. And you know she finally blocked me on Twitter, too. Because <laughs> I wear her out for that 2008 PT Cruiser that she be driving on my damn screen. How do you talk so grand and you don't even have any money? Your mm. ex-husband had to cut that child support down because, sis, you think I don't know that your your kids have other have eight other outside siblings, and mm. he cut that child support down because he can't afford um eleven child support payments with only a million dollar salary. Mm. So I know mm. your child support payments are late. And I don't know why you went and bought that house in Bethesda. You don't even live in Potomac. 
you need to stay in that rental and make sure that you can pay that rent every single month and not worry about having a mortgage on that shack that you bought made out of sticks. Mm. Well, this is the type of content I signed up for. <laughs> All right. This is the type of dragon I, I like to see. Too. Okay, this is what I've been I've been waiting for this. Waiting. Listen, I know who to call from now on when we need somebody to fill in because <laughs> this is Ooh. it. I did not understand anything about this house situation i do not understand people accruing debt that they don't have to accrue talking about it's gonna be a forever home listen like brooke said you sitting up here driving that old ass car what you gonna do when that house needs some renovation and fixing up years down the line Mm, you're gonna be even fix your driving situation for as much cash money shit as you talk baby you should be in a maserati or something honey she was mm. in a Land Rover hey, first season, and she went from a Land Rover to a PT Cruiser. I'm just, con- I'm confused. Mm. Her Listen, and Katie girl... are sharing that 08 PT Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> girl, you in that buy here, pay here ass vehicle. Buy, all right. Come on, with your credit badge, you got to go to buy here, pay here. Well... Well done, friend. Well done. I'm just saying, <laughs> well you done. have picked up more debt. And also, girl, you don't be dressing like that. Mm. All your professions are dated. They're all from yesteryear. They're when she used to have money, when she used to be married to Jamal Bryant. Mm. While he was Tootsie Rolling with everybody in the church, including mm. that 17-year-old. But mm. we won't yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, Jamal. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Well. Let me just add in allegedly, just in case, child. Mm. We're gonna fuck around and have a gag order. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing amazing, bro. OG better not ask us about it. Okay. I'm the fuck out. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, OG, you better not ask because I don't fight women, but my co-host is a woman <laughs> and she can fight. So I just <clears throat> so uh, speaking of speaking of fights, Candace and Chris, let me say something. Let me say this before I before I throw it to my co-host. I am tired of Candace being a black woman on my TV screen, being married to a white man who is a partial deadbeat, not a full deadbeat, but a partial deadbeat. Oh, not and, a partial. And every week on my TV screen, I'd be like, Chris can do so much better because Candace is a bozo. Yes. So, yes. After the whole purse incident, Jeremy dropped some little tea in, in the inbox. And I shared it with Brooke uh, about why Dorothy slapped Candace in the face with that purse at that wedding. Yes. And I thought it was going to be very trivial. But as I started to read, Candace has a nasty habit of trying to go toe-to-toe with people on social media who have anything to say about her. Well, she gets into it with some man Ends up calling his kid a Chucky doll. (laughs) And thinking that he would just take it in stride, he reached out to the producers of the show. And Candace was very, 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 very close to being let go from Potomac. See? Because the producers, of course, they love mess within the group, but they did not like the publicity that that garnered 
uh, when she did that. And so I, when Dorothy got wind of it, uh, she told Candace that it was really beneath her to be on Twitter, not only arguing with people, but taking digs at their kids. Yeah. She's absolutely right. Uh, When I, when, I don't know, in general, unless they start with me, people's kids are typically not where I can where I go like I want to drag you I do not need to drag Lil Daquan come on Lil Daquan I want to get in your ass um and with the type of visibility she has what is the point in going back and forth with hecklers you kind of open yourself up to that when you start to do reality tv but as long as the checks are clearing why would you care that part she just doesn't have good sense. She doesn't have good like she's she's an irritating person. Very. Candace Ooh, and, and Ashley, I can't stand them either. Oh, so, oh, we'll get there. So oh, we'll get Dorothy. So they're going back and forth. She's she's you know I guess like not trying to hear what her mom is saying. Um, and then not, eventually it led to her getting smacked in the face with a purse or whatever. And the only thing I could say to that is. Dorothy did what she had to do in that situation. You about to cost us a you about to cost all three of us a bag because you stupid. Yeah. She's about to mess everybody up. Well, I'm already paying for y'all house. Right? Candace well, don't have it. listen, Candace outside of Potomac, Candace don't have no income. Because mm. that hair is not selling. Listen, that hair listen. is not selling. Not looking like it look on her and Dorothy. Mm. <laughs> Her because and Dorothy it, look a fool. Fool, a whole fool. And again, you can't afford shit. You had a wedding that your mom and dad and your now husband had to kick in on. You did not pay for any of it. Nope. You don't have anything going for you outside of this show. So why would you almost ruin that? Mm short-sighted and she's trying to be funny and trying to get some clicks on twitter and get verified because she's not verified she's the mm, only cast member no. that's not verified yeah she's not verified yeah and that and that's because prop more than likely because every time when she gets into some shit uh and she locks her page she loses her you you can't be verified with the locked account oh. it has to be public yeah uh and you know, after I guess maybe after so many times, Twitter like, girl, fuck you, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. leave us alone, girl. No blue check for you. And <clears throat> then, ah, you know what? I can't imagine being a newlywed and having and and treating my spouse the way that she treats Chris. She's awful. She I treats just... Chris like how Dorothy treats her. Exactly. That's and exactly how she treats. What's him. so crazy about it is you don't have that many, you don't have too many options after that. You are fucking annoying. Very. Very. Self-centered. Very. Mean, mm. On the broke side. Because mm. again. I like that on the broke side. I like that. On the broke side because you and this man cannot afford the mortgage by yourselves they pay half of it though 
to yeah, the they, credit. Yeah. And Dorothy shouldn't be paying none of it. Nope. And so I'm just sitting here like, okay, whatever, girl. But when she went to talk to Chris, and they just kind of sitting there, and she's like, and he made, makes a great point, like, the way your mom acts and talks to you is how you act and talk to me when we have a difference of opinion. Child, when Bravo start rolling it Listen, back that quick. I hollered five seconds ago. I hollered. But he was absolutely right. And the fact that, and the thing is, like, he didn't even say, he didn't even say it's the same because he's like, look, I'm, you, yo, I understand that your mama is an abusive piece, an emotionally abusive piece of shit. I'm mm -hmm. not saying it's exactly the same. I'm saying it's similar because every time I have a point or try to talk to you, you cut me off in that way how she does you. And Candace could not take it. And no, she, she couldn't. She couldn't. And she does that several times in this episode. She cannot, Candace cannot take when somebody is essentially reading her for feel, but not even like coming at her in a crazy way. Just like, look, just a little weird to her, like, look, beloved, you are wilding right now. We need you to I, stop. I feel like her and Chris didn't do marriage counseling, and it absolutely shows. Yeah, I agree. Like, it, it shows they are not on the same page. She, she has no direction. She doesn't really know who she is, so I'm not sure how she's going to fare well in this marriage because you don't even know you. Mm. Very true. You, you Very true. Broken. You have you don't ha you haven't done any work on you to get rid of all this trauma. So you just brought all your baggage and trauma into your brand new marriage. Mm-hmm. And Chris don't deserve that. No, he does. He seems like a really nice dude. He does seem like a really nice guy. He seems like I feel like he's a phenomenal chef. Yes, yes. Yeah. They said his food was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to visit his barbecue restaurant. If you ever saw... I'm in, the, in that area, yeah, because I've I've like I googled and like it had like a bunch of great reviews or whatever. Um, you know, his biggest strike with me is like whatever that situation is with his kids, and but I knew she was stupid for marrying somebody with like three kids. I was yeah, like, that's mm -hmm. what I said. <laughs> why would you do that? Well, mm. and then all of that, him having three kids, she's still the biggest problem in the situation. Yeah, so that really tells you a lot about her. She storms off, jumps in her car, she's cussing him out. Listen, she knew who to marry because I ain't never been able to talk to Mike like that. Like, mm. I ain't never been able to just cuss him out and say whatever the hell I want to say. Like, I'd be like, okay, I'm upset. Uh, we uh let's come back to this because you get to doing all that disrespecting and the right person to be like girl go fuck yourself yeah like we, yeah. we ain't we ain't been married that long we could get this shit annulled to be honest <laughs> right <laughs> like you ain't said nothing but a word so but i, I just that kind of like what we were saying with uh, nika charmaine like candace is lucky that chris loves her ass and wants to make this work because anybody else she Cause she threatened them. I will move you out my way, like girl. Girl. She. She. You are. You are. You are buck oh five, and most of that is your wigs. If you don't shut the fuck up. Yeah, her wigs all her head. Uh, mm, mm. Them wigs always look like they' about to lift up and spin around. Mm. I'm telling you. <laughs> her mm. and, and are tied. Ooh. Uh, ooh. 
Katie Rose looks a like a true fool. Katie, we it's Katie true. always looked like she just woke up. Yup, with that dead raccoon it's on her head. <laughs> is she on crystal meth or mm. anything? Because she's just broke. She's not on drugs. She's just broke. <laughs> because <laughs> how do you look like that? How do you always manage to be on the show looking unkempt? Did mm. you hear what I said, Candace? I said she's broke. She's not on drugs, honey. She's broke. Oh, like she mm. looks so bad every episode. Like that's what oh my poverty God. will do. That is what <laughs> poverty will do. Oh God, stay away from me and my family. <laughs> the broke Katie.com. Uh, oh my God. So yeah, Candace, you are your mother through and through. And yep. either you're going to accept that and live in your truth. Or you're going to do the work on yourself to change so that you are not treating people the way that your mom treats you, which you have been doing all season. So I don't know what to tell you. I don't feel any sympathy or remorse for you with your mom's situation because people typically have two choices when they don't want to be like the person who treats them poorly. They either end up acting just like them or they end up changing so that they are conscious that they do not act like that person. You are acting just like Dorothy and so I don't know, yeah, you ah, mm. Speaking of which <clears throat> um so Ray and, Ray and Karen do something. I ain't really care about that. Um they ride bikes. I ain't really care about that. So <laughs> Monique and Ashley they but go. Let's just, let's just touch this real quick. Ray, old ass, couldn't even get on the back of that goddamn bike. He wasn't trying <laughs> to die. He was. <laughs> Ray he was said, walking no. like his back was hurting. Child, you are caring. He was wilding like when you got to use the bar, you got to take a shit, but you can't get to the bathroom right fast. <laughs> <laughs> I was no. like, damn. And Mike was like, "Who is that? Her pops." <laughs> oh my god! I was like, "Oh no, that's her husband." He was like, "Oh shit!" Fun fact: Ray used to go to my grandmother's church. Come, Come on, on background, T. Yes, 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 yes. And my my grandmother was best friends with Ray's mom, Odessa. Oh, wow. Huber. Yeah. Oh wow! Come on, Odessa. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Rest in peace. Listen, you not <laughs> yeah. from you you not a real black family if at least one person in that family ain't named Odessa. Okay. Odessa and Ray. It ain't oh, a black, okay. it ain't a black family if them two names ain't included. Oh Ooh. my god, I'm screaming. Uh because uh, I listen. got a cousin named Odessa. <laughs> Same. <laughs> she is much, much older. So. Same. <laughs> <laughs> We speak uh, facts here on Ratchet Ramblings. But this, I love, first of all, I love how Bravo did this because Monique and Ashley, they in the store and they talking about the uh, the baby. First of all, Mon- Monique is beautiful. I love yeah. Monique. Monique's stan account. She looks so radiant pregnant. Yes, yeah. I have that in my notes. Yes. It almost make me want to do over, but not really. Mm. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was not, I, was not glowing like her. Like she is, she is she beautiful. Is truly, pregnant. Yes, truly. Yeah, she is beautiful. I, I, I am standing for Monique. Yeah, she's yeah. the best. She's the favorite. Her and Karen are my favorites. Yeah, I'm. I'm she, really a huge uh, Monique fan. 
So, yes. So what happens is, I look again, I love how Bravo does this. So <clears throat> everybody's out doing their own thing. They split the shit in panels with the time stamps because they petty as hell. Yep. And they do... <laughs> They do like the SpongeBob shit. No, like, when they did that SVU two days later music. Yes. Two, uh, I was two like, oh, days okay. later. And they revealed a new who that we saw in real time that Michael Darby is being charged with sexual assault and harassment with, with potential up to 11 years and everybody gagged. Let me tell you something. Karen Stylist, when she was in her professionals, where he stopped and his mouth dropped. That shit had me screaming. That was funny as fuck. But everybody had this. Everybody gagged. And <clears throat> Ashley, so me and Candace talked about this in the text message. So Ashley brushes the shit off. Like, oh, I know. I already knew knew about this. It was uh, handled in what she said. It was handled civilly out of court or some shit like that. And my and my co-host media thought was, so you already knew about this. My my big issue with that is that had Michael Darby a sexually assaulted a woman on the show, he and Ashley would no longer be on Potomac. Oh, that's fast. Period. Oh, yeah. Correct. So I took a great issue with Ashley acting like it was no big deal. I take great issue period with women and people in general trying to act like certain things are no big deal. I don't care if it was a butt squeeze. I don't care if you seductively rub somebody's shoulders or said something inappropriate. That is not okay. And the fact that it was handled out of court lets me know that Michael did what that camera person said he did. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Her like, oh well, yeah, I've been new knew about that, but we can't speak on it. Girl, you laying with somebody who sexually assaults people. Mm. But we can't talk about it. Oh, absolutely, we can talk about it. We will talk about this because y'all got to get the fucker from around me. Oh, for sure. I know you fucking lying, Ashley girl. <clears throat> but call that a hose down also because she needs a bath. Uh yeah, she do, she do, she, she do. She look, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. She looking like she just came from one of the mosh pits. Ooh. Just like, mm, just Katie, Katie the unkempt. It's real bad, real, real bad. But yeah, Ashley was definitely saving face and like, girl, if you already knew about this shit, you potentially putting everybody in danger. You and your husband, y'all got to get the fuck around from around me. Not even that. You just acting so, like it's no big deal, and then Very also nonchalant. acting like it's out the realm of possibility that your husband said he would suck somebody else's dick while the cameras was rolling, but yet you know he sexually assaulted somebody, and that is being handled privately outside of court. Like, which is it? Awesome. Either he's not that type of person, but proof says he is that type of person. Right, so and also, oh God, fuck! Oh, I hate Ashley. Ooh. And then another thing she did, she she was like, I just find she she basically pulled. Her, I just find it funny how after all this yeah. stuff comes up up about my husband amongst the group, then this happens, girl. This ain't no conspiracy against no Michael motherfucking Darby. Yeah, no, he brought this on himself. When you do mockery, 
Y'all don't have shit that anybody wants. No. You married your sugar daddy. A beady-eyed <laughs> weasel who's uglier than homemade sin. Who who in previous seasons has treated you like shit. Sure mm. has. That goddamn fake-ass Australian restaurant closed because, baby, I looked up the menu and y'all was serving motherfucking hot wings and cheeseburgers. Mm. Talking about Australian flair. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I see why that piece of shit closed. Mm. Motherfucking Applebee's with a new name. <laughs> Who is y'all playing with? <laughs> Don't nobody care about you and Michael. Nobody cares, but y'all are lying about who Michael is. Like, how many times? Like, so the sexual assault, the saying he want to suck somebody dick on camera, sending nudes to men on Tinder, having his nudes exposed like Grinder. Grinder, that's right. Who who you think is the fucking fool here? Because it's not us. Either one or two things. Either you are a beard. Or you married a bisexual man. Or both. 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 And it ain't even nothing wrong with it. You needed some financial stability. And he needed to try to have a kid to continue on his legacy. To leave some of that money to, if he has any. He has two kids already. He has two adults. He has kids? Yeah, he has a 27 Oh. Wait, 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 wait. His kids damn near Ashley's age. Yes. And what yeah. does he have outside of the restaurant that closes? Is he like some... I've tried to look it up, but he's I can never estate. really... He's, he's a, a real, real estate, estate agent. Okay. So it's just kind of like, Ashley, give give us give us a break with the bullshit. Leave us alone. Please leave you us alone. A, you didn't want to end up like your mom, homeless and humping on people. <clears throat> okay. Sleeping under a bridge with an Inspector Gadget week on. Mm. 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 Her mama was built like Inspector Gadget too, so that's it. I mean, (laughs) before we get to the the whole town, Candace stops by Monique's house. Mm -hmm. And first of all, how do Chris look like Shrek but he not handy? Listen, I'll tell you something. Chris big as fuck and, and look like John Henry talking about he don't do hand work. I know you fucking lying to me. John Henry, she going to say, so when he get home, he just want it done. He, he want the pregnant wife to be putting shit together? I know you fucking lying. Child, listen. Listen, the, the country nigga in me that'll build you a, 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 a engine from scratch is very offended by Chris not being a handyman. All could put a goddamn bookcase together. God, come on, damn. like goddamn, my nigga, shit. We like, listen. I was just sitting there, like, girl, whatever. Anyways, she tries to tell Candace and give her some very solid advice that she needs to stop trying to actually get under her skin, provoke her, and make her react the way she did. And and Monique was even like, you know, when it happened to me last season with the umbrella, I felt stupid afterwards. As she should have. I hated that I let her take me there. So you have to stop letting Ashley take you there. Well, don't talk about my mom. She's like, but you bring her up all of the time. There hasn't Wait. been time yet this season where we have not had to hear the the sob story about Dorothy being a bitch. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, girl, we get it. Hell, Dorothy, a bitch when she breathe, but we don't care. That ain't our business. If you can mention my husband wanting to suck dick, I can mention your mama slapping you in the face with her pocketbook. You, <laughs> you, <laughs> not, you are not finna set boundaries after you keep crossing them. No, hey. but Ashley deserves every bit of this, though. She's oh, Ashley deserves all of it. The I only part, that, yeah, I don't feel sorry for Ashley. The only part I don't like is at, uh, Candace poking and prodding about the pregnancy stuff because Ashley has so much shit that you could get her on that you don't even have to bring that up. Yeah. Because whatever she's deciding to do with her body, that's her choice. It's nobody's business. As a matter of fact, she got a better chance of getting pregnant, getting drunk, truthfully. So yeah. it's just kind of like, girl, leave that alone. You got all this dirt and tea about Michael and Ashley. Just use that. But she can't even use that effectively. I was just like, you know, but yeah, Candace but didn't want to listen. She got into Dorothy mode, being defensive. I don't want to talk about it. It's too fresh. Girl, Again, proving Chris's point. Again. Listen, that's been your mama for 32 years. If you are not figuring out how to maneuver, make it work, or get away from her, what do you want everybody else to do? Which is exactly what Chris said. It's been three decades now. Leave us, leave us alone. And Ashley, oh, Jeremy, take us to the uh the whole down showdown. Oh, here we uh, go. <clears throat> broke Katie and them. Broke. <laughs> so, <laughs> well done, friend. So homeless Katie decides to throw a hoedown <clears throat> to get all the girls to, I don't know, kumbaya or whatever. They honestly, they wasn't sticks. Like I was like, who are these white people and what? What? How much y'all pay these white people to Wait. to? that black woman that Giselle was talking about foundation to. Don't nobody want that shit, Giselle. That regional ass store makeup. <laughs> that Dollar General ass makeup. Okay. <laughs> that AliExpress ass makeup. Okay. okay. I know you lying, Giselle. Don't that nobody want that shit. She said. Mm -mm. Mm. I would like to see it. <laughs> mm. But anyway, they have the hold on. They have some little activities, whatever. Let's get to the mess. So they eat um, lunch or whatever the fuck they was eating, and so Candace decides that. No, hold on, hold on, skipping ahead. Robin apologizes to Ashley because I am still confused as to why Ashley was mad at Robin for for that for what happened at at Candace's house, even though Giselle was like right there and literally is the reason that everything transpired. Like, how the hell are you mad at, at at Robin, but you're not mad at Giselle? Like, I'll, again, actually, two plus two is equal to hit you, but whatever. Robin apologizes to her. <clears throat> so then on, on the apology train, Candace, Candace decides that this will be a great opportunity to apologize to the group for her behavior at her house. And again, in typical Giselle fashion, Giselle is like, well, the apology needs to be aimed at Ashley. And so Candace apologize, halfway apologizes to Ashley. Excuse me. And then Bravo rolls that bean footage back to y'all point earlier about this is kind of what Ash, what Ashley gets because they rolled that bean footage back of it, her being a piece of shit to everybody on the goddamn show. And so then <clears throat> Karen tries, she actually addresses the elephant in the room about Michael and his allegation. Well, I don't even want to say allegations, charges. And then Karen tries to be all love and light and we support you. And again, here goes Giselle. 
saying, well, Karen, don't be fake because when all that shit transpired, uh, you was high-fiving Robin for bringing the shit up. And then Karen fires back, which Bravo rolled a bean footage back. And then Karen fires back, well, Gis Giselle, don't come for me because when Candace told told Ashley to leave, your ass got out, went outside and brought her back. Like, how you going to call me phony, but you not respecting the, wish the wishes of the person who house we in? And so then Monique, again, to Ken, to our Candace's point, I, I appreciate it, Monique. Monique was like, nigga, all y'all bitches is fake. Like, all y'all is trash. All y'all had a point, a, a, a hand, and why that shit went left. And y'all too goddamn old to be acting like this, which I appreciate it because she was not wrong. Monique was not wrong. And so <clears throat> then Monique tried... Candace tries to be like, I cannot believe y'all are coming at me for being messy and being trash and this, that, and the third, when all of y'all have done the same, if not worse, than me. And then Monique, once again, tries to be like, girl, girl, yes, we all have seen, but we ain't talking about us right now. We're talking about you. The common denominator right now is you, and you are not receiving what we are saying because you too goddamn stuck in your ways to be like, okay, maybe I am wrong. Maybe I need to chill. Maybe I need to relax. And then Candace starts cussing at Monique. And Monique, Monique, you know, because she's pregnant and she got a whole bunch of emotions going on at one time, she gets upset, understandably so. And she's like, look, bitch, I will beat your ass pregnant. <laughs> oh, don't, don't play like, with me. I will drag you. The thing is, <clears throat> I don't feel sorry for Ashley at all. And I'm actually glad to see her getting what she has dished out over the seasons because she had the most to say about Juan and Robin, even though that's a fucking mess. Mm -hmm. She had the most to say about Karen and Ray. She had the most to say about Monique and, and Chris and Monique drinking and all of this other stuff. And so to see her trying to force people to respect boundaries is the funniest shit I have seen in a very, very long time. Yep. Yeah. Like, you have some fucking nerve. You deserve all that you are getting and some. Every single piece of this. She deserves every single piece of this. All of it. And I... the craziest part, what makes the situation really nasty is that it's alleged that Michael grabbed the camera person's butt at the rainbow party. Yeah. You are gross. Yep. You did that at such a special private event. And I are think Bravo showed me? a cut of that. Like they did. They, yeah, they like did. so like when he you... got up and walked away and tried to pretend like he was fake crying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Michael was really shaken up. He had to get up. No, Michael was trying to grab ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so listen, when Karen was like, Ashley, karma's a bitch. And yeah, and you know Karen has been waiting for that. When Bravo She's been on Karen's ass since season one about the house and raised men. So Karen, this is Karen's turn. And I'm happy for Karen. And I hope Karen and Monique roast and drag the dog shit out of Ashley at this reunion. I mean, I oh, want them to read man. Ashley down. I want them to read Ashley so hard that that girl has to walk off of that stage because when karen said clankety clank now speaking of don't drop the soap 
you need to be helping your husband with that. I was like, oh my God. Karen has been waiting for that. That's that kind of shade where you... You know what? I don't even think Karen has been waiting. I just think that when Ashley tried to jump fly with her, like you had so much to say, Karen was like, girl, I know you of all people are not going here. Karen was literally like, I know you fucking lying. Yeah, that's exactly exactly what she was thinking. Ashley is so exposed this season, and I could not be happier. Also, the thing when you said Candace talking about she has nerve trying to respect boundaries when she was like, Karen, why are you putting your hand in my face, baby? Ashley, first of all, first of all, Ashley, you're not going to beat Karen ass. That's number one. Number two. Number two, as much as as many times as you have gotten in people's face as they rolled the bean footage back that we done seen, but now you don't want that energy received to you. I know you fucking lying. Listen, I I am wondering if Ashley was like on drugs or some shit because like I feel like if I behave that way towards somebody and then I get it back, I'm gonna have to eat that. You and have it just to. is what it is. You have you gotta and take I, the L on the chin. Take it on the chin and just keep it moving. I exactly like I've had that happen on social media, exchanging, you know, tit for tat shade. If I get out shaded, it just is what it is. See you next time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because when you are giving that type of energy to people, it you know it's going to come back. Mm-hmm. And it might not be as as quick as it can, it should. You want it to be, but it's coming. And I am thrilled to see it coming back to Ashley because the way she treated Karen last season when Ray was having the tax problems with his company or whatever, she was ruthless. Oh, sure was. Her, Giselle, and Robin were ruthless. Making them damn t-shirts. They all need their sorry them- asses whooped making them t-shirts, showing up at events very special and sentimental to, to Karen and, you know, talking shit on social media. Yeah, and they knew that it, both of her parents died. Yes. Like, it has, it was nonstop last season how they treated Karen, showing up at her old house or current house unannounced and doing ding-dong ditch and all this type of, like, they did not let up. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just sitting here like, uh, okay, shit. Let them hoes fight. It is what it is. And Candace, listen, Candace and Ashley are two sides of the same coin. You beat me yeah. too because I was thinking, I was about to say that. And we can just say that. And that's kind of why I'm enjoying seeing the head to head because neither one of them are really built to receive back what they dish out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's so why I... last season Karen let all that shit roll off her back. That's one thing I really, really like about Karen. They can't knock her off her square, and it really pisses them off. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they can't knock um her or Monique off of their squares, and they hate like, it. She and Monique was about to knock the square off for of Candace in this episode. <laughs> Listen, Candace was doing a lot and Monique had it absolutely right. You don't want friends. You want yes men. You want to be coddled. You want to be baby. But honey, you are 32. You are married. Grow up. Yep. She wants you. You are doing the fucking most. She wants you. You know the new episode comes on 
in 34 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and we gonna be done in time for a child because we finna wrap up now. And I just, oh, I am. Mm. Mm. Candace wants yes people in in her life at all. She wants yes friends. She wants a yes husband, and she wants a yes mama. Told and it to yeah. Ooh, 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 so yes. it's Giselle. Giselle yep. wants yes people and she's not truly happy for people and she hates Monique because she's jealous of Monique. Mm. Yes. He's jealous. She's jealous of Monique's money. She's jealous of her youth. She's jealous yep. of her beauty. She's jealous that Monique doesn't need her to be in the Potomac social circle. Who is Giselle? Yeah. Mm. yeah a has-been. Uh, and a, Robin a isn't... Been, yeah. And, and Robin is a never will be. I never was. When I saw that I preview talking about having a baby with one girl, listen, I don't know what's wrong with them, uh, the, the tragic mulattoes, Giselle, Robin, and Ashley, but everything that's coming to Ashley this season, she absolutely deserves. Every, the embarrassment Giselle suffered with that ugly ass nigga that she was chasing behind, absolutely deserved. Robin just makes an ass out of herself with wine, period. Sure does. Be- begging to uh begging for him to say I love you and shit. Girl, y'all are out here a hot ass mess, but got everything to say about everybody. And yes, Monique is the is Monique and Karen are the only ones in that circle that truly have some coin. Cause Ray got his little tax shit squared away and it's been over and done with since then. So, Karen doesn't have Monique's money though. Monique has legit money. Like Chris yeah. made a lot of money with football, and he's still playing too. He is. He? I think he is. Let me check. How old he, is he? He just. I think he's like thirty. Shit. He's like forty. He's a lot older than Monique, or I wouldn't say it's, a lot older, but like he's like a few years older. Yeah. Let me check. But still, Monique has. It going on and and they can't tell you yeah I, i'm a i'm a fan because i'll because let, let's count them off and then we're gonna get out of here giselle robin ashley candace all a circle of strife you look over there at karen and monique they good facts and then you know there's katie but you know she look homeless so you know good luck everybody <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that okay, is. He been he been out the NFL. Okay, he's co- he coaches. Okay, oh, okay. okay. Still, they, shit, still he, getting the back. Well, he would be saying training camp. I was like, huh? Okay, so he, that's he, what it is. He coach. He helps. He coaches college football. So okay, shit. Uh, all right, still getting the bag. But I think that wraps up this episode. I think we done daily data and drag long enough. Brooke, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I had the best time. Yes, we got to get you back for when Married to Medicine comes back. (laughs) (laughs) I will be there. Front and center with bells on. Yes. Yes. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you one thing. If if nothing else, if nothing else, we we are going to be here to drag Dr. Simone and heavily. Oh, for sure. I'll be, oh my, and Toya. Oof, child. Oof. Oof. Dr. Simone looked like a hyena from um, Lion King. She you does. She does. It just she came. Does. She does. She looks like one of the laughing hyenas. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> on that note, thank you for listening to another kind of pretty long, but we hope you enjoyed the episode of Ratchet Ramblings. Curtis will be back next week. Don't forget to use the hashtag Ratchet Ramblings Pod. Purchase some merch. 
Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for supporting the network. I have been Jeremy. She's been Candace. We've been joined by Brooke. And we'll see y'all back next week. <laughs>